the pounding begins. The wagons are circled. Every wind is raided. It's football time in America, and this republic has never been stronger. The Sportsocracy, Beer City's best sports talk, live from the Ingle Studio. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. We are the Sportsocracy, and welcome in to another... Football Friday! Yes, it is. We got Beat the Chief on the way for you. All the picks of the weekend. Jeremy's three sets of bangers at the end of every hour. Yep. The uh, hey, uh, I might need one of those angina pills of yours. I don't remember what you call them. Don't care. <laughs> Heart's starting to hurt through those segments, but yep. I'm yep. here for you. That's right. Trying to spread all of the love this weekend. As uh, and you, you are... talk about a slight that I, I feel some kind of way about you know you're not going to expound on what kind of way oh are you, are you too afraid this was are this you afraid was to a, believe in your picks uh no i'm not afraid to believe matter of fact i believe in them too much i uh, looked at my exposure to this and went "Ooh, need to be good this week mm-hmm. this needs to be a good week yep thankfully i feel real good Good. Feeling feeling real warm and fuzzy. Good. You think uh you think you got do you have as warm of a fuzzy feeling as you have about you know these games as you did about last night? Um yeah. Let's 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 chat. Let's chat about last night. <laughs> about Thursday night football. Um A, I will readily admit I have been lower on Detroit than I should be. Now, there are significant reasons that i am lower on them david montgomery getting 30 some odd touches last night is one of them mm-hmm. if you can't figure out that jameer gibbs is better than that bruiser back i'm not 100 sure i can help you i love ben johnson i think he is a brilliant offensive mind i do not know where this david montgomery thing is coming from but it's dumb and if I had to hear Kirk Herbstreit and Al Michaels one more time say, he's really changed the game. No, he has done what every other running back in the NFL would have done. He got blocked three yards. He fell for three yards. Yep. Awesome. Yep. It just so happens he fell in the end zone three times. Mm-hmm. Get Jameer Gibbs the damn ball. <laughs> I don't disagree with you at all. Jameer Gibbs needs the ball in his hands more. However... I mean, this is all you had to do. This game went down this way because they got up, right? And you could just move the ball down the field three yards in a cloud of dust and just get it done. Well, and that's and then, exactly what happened. And then that brings up the the other prevailing thought of last night, and that is, where you Jordan uh, Love apologists at? Let me hear from you because I want to talk to you. <laughs> last night proved what? Last night proved to me that everything I thought about him coming into the draft was absolutely accurate. He is slightly better than I thought. Mm-hmm. I do not know. And if you think LaFleur's the problem, uh, I reference you that go in at the half and come out and look like a different team has now happened two weeks in a row. The thing that would scare me about that is why is it so easy for teams to game plan your first 15? So no matter what, whatever way you want to look at at Matt Lafleur after last night, you have the opportunity to do so, because in the first half, Jordan Love looked like he had won a fan contest to take snaps for the Green Bay Packers. He looked like the biggest fraud I have ever seen. 
going into the two-minute warning, they had four yards. Four. Four of them. Mm-hmm. That's hard to do in an NFL game. You you damn near have to try. And so now I'm I'm looking at this going, okay, I had the NFC North wrong. The best team in this division is the Detroit Lions. It is not even kind of close. And the Green Bay Packers and the Minnesota Vikings are way closer to the Bears than they are to the Lions. Yes, I would agree with that. Last night, I wanted to see what the division is. It, or is there a division? No. And there is clearly a division. Oh, I thought you meant a division. race for the division. No, no, no. No, no there I wanted is a to see, huge divide yes. between the Lions. I would say the Packers are then two. And there's a pretty decent chasm between the Vikings and the Bears mm-hmm. uh, to the Packers. But yeah. it's nowhere near as discrepant as it is between one and two. Yeah, yeah. The Lions just came out and they flexed muscle last night. They controlled both lines, and I, you know the only thing I can say about the Jameer Gibbs thing is obviously they didn't need to use him, and I still feel like that's a little shadow game that Ben's playing because he sees it. He's a smart guy. He knows. I don't think he it's knows. Ben. I think it's Dan Campbell. No, maybe I it think is. Dan Campbell has a uh, a, a soft spot a soft spot in his uh, probably very enlarged heart uh, <laughs> for David Montgomery. Have you seen his post game speech yet? No. Holy Lord, he's got veins popping out of his neck that look like they're about to just take off and run away. <laughs> no, but I think. I, you know, I think this, as the season goes, we're going to see this offense get more and more versatile, right? You're going to get Jameer Gibbs involved more in the passing game. You'll get Jamison Williams coming back. That'll stretch the field even more. I think this, I think they're in a perfect position to go deep into the season and have another gear. To kick oh, in. they very well could because Jameer Gibbs will add something to that offense. He was not overly involved last night. He had 12 touches. Right. Uh, Average five yards a carry. Yard and a half more than David Montgomery. Didn't do much in the passing game. Had a really ugly drop. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't really get it. But, yeah, that, that is two pieces that are going to, at some point, become much much more involved in this offense. It makes them even scarier. Yeah. I mean, that's the crazy part about Detroit is that you're doing this with a slow, plotting XFL running back in David Montgomery. Yes, I do feel that way. I've said this for a long time, and he ain't done anything to change my mind. Mm-hmm. And limited weapons. I mean, you've got uh, Amonra St. Brown, who is just indefensible. Right. Um, Josh and- Reynolds, who's been very good, and Sam Laporta, who's been very good. Thank you. I was, I was going to see how long it took you to get there. Because he looks like about the most unblockable, indefensible tight end that we've seen since, well, I mean, hell. Go back, what, three or four years? Well, Patrick least. Holt asked us in the YouTube comments if, if Sam Laporta would end this year as a top five tight end, and I can't tell you that he won't. Yeah. I can tell you definitively he'll be in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do find it funny that I I pegged the Lions draft throughout the mock draft process to a T. I got it in the wrong order. But I had Jack Campbell and Sam Laporta to them multiple times. Mm-hmm. I had Jameer Gibbs to them multiple times. And I had Brian Branch to them multiple times. And everybody, you're stupid. No, I'm not. And neither is Brad Holmes. Yep. Because all four of those have been unequivocal home runs. 
And I'm not sure Brian Branch didn't come back to play in a game that was pretty well in hand on a seriously messed up angle. Mm -hmm. He's just a gamer that you've hit on all four of those. And I know that three weeks into the season, four weeks into the season. Uh, The question was asked in the YouTube chat. If Jordan or uh, not Jordan love, if uh, Matt LaFleur was a fraud and I don't, I think that's too harsh. I can understand how you get to that path of he had Aaron Rodgers, So he won all those games. He's not a great coach. Here's the thing. I'm not sure he's a great coach. In fact, I probably would be willing to bet my house that he's not a great coach, but he's fine. I think he's, I think he's probably an above average coach a you know b minus coach but when you have aaron Rodgers, he's the same thing that is that his quarterback is you can get them by there are three things i look at with head coaches matt lafleur does one of them unbelievably well halftime adjustments he is fantastic the first 15 scripted plays he is a disaster and then late game situations that's really the only three things I care about a head coach. And I, I don't know what – I'm to a point of I do not know what to do with Green Bay anymore. Jordan Love, for all the great stats, I, I told you, the, the analytics do not like him. My eyes do not like him. Mm-hmm. He's better than I thought because I thought he was going to be Zach Wilson level. And for a half last night, he was. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed is, and I have not gone back and watched the tape. This is what I figured out from watching the broadcast last night. Jordan Love can do really good things against very soft coverage. It's when you start sending dogs at him, that's when things go badly. Unforced mental errors. Footwork is awful. I mean, he had a wide open receiver in the end zone. I don't remember who it was, but he throws off his back foot and just flat out misses him. Yeah. Which would have changed the whole complexion of that game. Mm Mm-hmm. As I look down the schedule here for the Green Bay Packers, I mean, they're they're going to be streaky, mm-hmm. and it and it and it's going to make you swing. You know, Green they, Bay they, can beat sh- bad teams. They can every once in a while, if with some luck, beat a team that's as good of them as good of them as them, if not a little better. Mm-hmm. You're going to get dog walked by good teams, and you'll annihilate the bad team. Yeah, the mood swing on this team is, or the roller coaster is far from over. Right. It'll take a down swoop after losing to Detroit this week. And then they'll probably roll off the next three wins against Las Vegas, Detroit, and and um uh Minnesota. And then you'll go, Oh, this team's really good. They're five and two. They're Ooh. not really good. Well then yeah, and then they're gonna run into a stretch with the Rams, the pit the uh, Steelers, the Chargers and then they go Detroit, Kansas City again, and then you're going to go, oh, well, they're, you know, five and seven or whatever it is going to be at that point. The other thing I can't get over is why are some guys on defense still not figuring out the you can't jump over the center thing? Like, how are we not doing that on day one? (laughs) Just don't do it. You can't do that. It's always going to get called. I saw him do it, and I told Amy, I was like, "That's, that's penalty. Uh, they, they didn't see it, but I'm not going to tell you they're not going to see it. Come mm-hmm. back from commercial break. Yep, saw it. Stop doing that. It's that LeVar Arrington I thing of, it. hey, look, I'm so athletic. Yep. Well, here's it, it's penalty every single time. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, Stone, it shouldn't be. Stone Sports Podcast in our uh, YouTube chat. 
I asked him, am I the only one that thought Jordan Love couldn't sell a play fake to save his life? No, you're not. Uh, I thought I was the only one, and then I went to Twitter and realized that uh, that was pretty common thought. I just there's nothing impressive about that team, and mm-hmm. I, and I don't understand what it is about Green Bay Packer head coaches. Why do you constantly have to give the ball to the lesser running back you have? Mike McCarthy did it. Mm-hmm. Lafleur has done it. Mm-hmm. Is it like a seminar they make you go through the minute you come through the door? <laughs> Whoever the best running back is, we need games where you just forget he's on the team. Aaron Jones had five carries last night. Mm-hmm. AJ Dillon only had five as well. But A.J. Dillon outsnapped him, which yep. was dumb. Well, I mean, unless he's still coming back from the injury. Then don't, don't play him. Yeah, you're I, I you're mean, playing I him in the fourth quarter of a game. That, I, I knew you were going to mm-hmm. say that, and I had already mentally prepared. Okay, if he's that hurt, then why in the world is he in in a game that's over? Yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with you. I'm just thinking that maybe that was the reason why. I mean, we've seen him do this before. We've seen Matt LaFleur do this. We had the narrative for a good, what, seven-week stretch of the season two years ago where he just apparently Aaron Jones, you know, ate his breakfast or something. Like, he ate a sandwich with the moist right, he Right, he stole his sandwich out of the refrigerator in the locker room, and then all of a sudden Matt LaFleur went, no, I can't use that guy. He's done this from time to time, and I don't know how to explain it. It's just confounding. I look at Green Bay now and go, you could be a wild card team, mm-hmm. you will get dog-walked. By whoever wins any of these divisions. But honestly, that's where I, they're way better than I thought they were going to be when it came when we came into the season. So oh, they could also miss the playoffs. Well, there's, yeah. there, there's some play in that. Bad Jordan Love is, whew, um, I'm not sure bad Jordan Love's not worse than all of the quarterbacks that you want to talk about. Really? Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, uh, it, it was that bad. Mm-hmm. There were times that I honestly went, is he actively drunk right now? <laughs> Because it was almost like he couldn't put one foot in front of the other. Mm-hmm. Dropbacks were weird. He would get to the top of a drop back, and then it was like he had no idea where to go. Did he fall oh, and- trying to call the play again? Uh, I did not see that. You, you no. did see that, though, a yes, couple of I weeks did. ago. Yes, okay, all right, thank you. The The one that really got me was the interception, where this is a really basic combo defense, and you had no idea. He stares down number one receivers. And that's if I was a Packers fan, that would be what scares me. Mm-hmm. I learned enough because that's the first game they've played this year that I watched all the way through live. I learned enough through a broadcast tape to go, I could mess with this kid so unbelievably easily because he never comes off the first read. He looked like he slept on his neck wrong because the only thing he could do is stare down the first read and I'm going to throw it to you. I don't care what's around you. I don't care what the defense dictates, and that's what I saw at Utah State. Mm-hmm. That was the reason I didn't like this kid in the first place. And then I see, oh, he's been under Aaron Rodgers. He's learned all these things. No. No, the good has, but there's still that bad that you revert to. And I don't know that you're ever going to get away from that. Mm-hmm. That puts your ceiling at you're the 20th best quarterback in this league. Best case scenario. You'll have moments where you look like a superstar, and you'll have other moments that every Packer fan just wants to rip their hair out because you keep doing this same stupid thing over and over again. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Are, are you saying that Jordan Love is the next Dak Prescott? If In his dreamiest of dreams, yes. I just wanted to see if we were on the same Dak page. Dak Prescott's there. markedly more talented. Yes. Uh, and a lot of people in the YouTube chat are saying, uh, well, Aaron Jones may have not been 100%. Okay. I, I, I could go with that. 
except he had the last rush of the game. You're down two touchdowns in a game that's completely over, so you trotted him out there. That would actually make me think Matt LaFleur is dumber than I currently do. Right. Maybe Which he... is, how do you abandon the run game? I get that you got down, but you got down because you abandoned the run game. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, That's one of those that I'll never understand how you get there. I will never understand how, I, and I want to say they went four possessions in a row and did not run the ball one time. You're putting Jordan Love, who is limited at best, in a position to fail. Mm -hmm. And how none of you at any point go, hey, you know, here's a thought. Maybe we stop asking this mediocre quarterback to lead us yep. and, and and give him some easy throws, give him a couple handoffs, get through a screen pass. Screens are fun. Isn't it fun to run a screen? Get all the blockers out in front of the running back. Not much thought for the quarterback. What do I know? <laughs> you're just in a, the, I'm just a mulleted moron on the radio. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Lions improved to 3-1 on the season with the 34-20 win. But, you know, more importantly than anything, we made sure that Jeremy started out the week picking games 0-1, which is good for me because now i got a three-game lead in the Beat the Chief contest. We'll be playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach coming up in the next hour you're in the sportsocracy and this is espn Asheville. at ingles we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels whether we're building new fields for t-ball celebrating friday night rivals televising college basketball games bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park we're here for the fans no one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys and we've got all the sports you can handle it's all in the bag Ingles, low prices, love the savings. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, 1400. Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. Picks coming up later on in the show here. Be sure to stay with us. Asheville Police Chief David Zach will be joining us to uh, continue our dominance over Jeremy Green. <laughs> <laughs> it's early they're putting it. it's still very early i uh, know i just love i love picking at that scab um the detroit lions got the dominating win over the green bay packers last night and in all reality was not as close as the score indicates no no i mean this was a 27 to 3 ball game at halftime 
And, and, and Green Bay showed a little fight in the yeah. third quarter, but yeah. that's really it. Yeah, what, fourth quarter they came back and brought it to a 10-point game? And oh, yeah. then on David a, Montgomery scored Can, again? Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I, I really – I have to make a plea of sanity to the NFL. Okay. All right, so I'm assuming you fell asleep y- yes. long before this game was over. Yes. All right, so the end of the third quarter, Jordan Love is rushing everybody to the line. Oh, we got to get a playoff because we're trying to hurry. Well, the clock expired. Mm-hmm. Clock's on all zeros. This is not like the play clock where we kind of give you, like, we'll give you an extra second. You know, you just yeah. got to make sure it's not super dead. Right. It's dead and then super dead. <laughs> The game clock's not like that. When it hits zeros, we're all working collectively. If that ball hasn't been snapped, this play's dead. Mm-hmm. So he drops back and throws just a dime, I think, to Jaden Reed. The play shouldn't have counted. Can anybody, How quick for the it? love of all that's good and holy, explain to me why that's not reviewable? Was it within the nine-tenths of a second? You but, don't get that the with the game clock. You don't. No, and then literally Terry Hockley said that on the game game. Okay. At zero, nothing else matters. Okay. The second that hits zero, this play's dead. But then he immediately says, but we can't review that. Mm-hmm. But for why? <laughs> but for why can we not review that? Why is it? Don't why know. are there certain things that, well, we know we screwed that up, but we can't look at it? Why? Yeah. See, why? I've heard it explained in the past when that happens. Oh, well, it was within the tenths of a second. There is it none of been. that with the game clock. Well, I've heard that said in the past, and so that's why I've always wondered, if that's the case, then why don't we have the shot clock like in basketball that shows those tenths of a second? But you're telling me that that doesn't exist anymore. With the anymore, game clock, so. there's nothing. At zero, it's over. Yeah. yeah. Now, here's my well, question. Why do we not have a horn? Oh, Tom Brady oh, got away with it for years. We so. have a horn. Ah, oh, no. It, it wasn't snapped. I don't have to look at squat. Right. I hear the horn. I know he didn't get it snapped. But even if you don't want to do that, and there's reasons that you wouldn't, I understand that. We have cameras. We have this cute little replay thing. Why can we not go over there and right. go, nope, didn't get it off? Did we not have one official watching this game back in New York that could have phoned down and said, uh-uh, that wasn't it? No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> that should not have counted. And now nobody will care because it didn't mean anything. They scored a play or two later. Yeah. And and then Green Bay was never really all that close. Right. Uh, but with the, with the win last night, uh, the Detroit Lions show us there's a division within the division they're at the top and then everybody else is a step or four to eight behind well there's a division in the nfc too yes but the question is where do they fall in where do they fall in in the nfc now they're Mm. not better than philadelphia no to me they're not better than dallas no they're not better than san francisco no all right so you're four yes i would say you're easily better than than every other nfc team not named seattle and the only reason i'm not saying seattle is because you lost to them mm-hmm. so does that that's where you're at you're so at it's four. just those two yeah so your division in the nfc is eagles cowboys niners in whatever order i don't care what mm-hmm. order you put mm-hmm. them in lions seahawks mm-hmm. everybody else yep i think that I'm, sums I'm it fine up fine with that i think that sums it up because then you have that gross fest after those five that you go this this could be anybody's ball game. No, I you would got say New Orleans. New, I would say New Orleans is is next, pretty much by themselves, and then 
that's where the drop off occurs. Okay, I was I was because discounting. I can't, I can't put New Orleans with the Lions and the Seahawks, mm-hmm. especially not knowing exactly what's going to go on with Derek Carr. Yeah, and uh, two words, Dennis Allen. Mm-hmm. But then the rest of the NFC is just garbage. Yeah, I genuinely do not like another team in the NFC outside of the Falcons, and even them, I think they're so limited because you don't have a quarterback. Mm. L.A. You're not you're not you're not buying. You LA. know how I feel about that. <laughs> you only ask it so I can incite Rams fans. No, I'm not. I, I don't buy into a defense that has one dude and a bunch of guys. Bunch of guys. The NFC gets pretty gross after that, and you can make an argument for Washington maybe to be in that group, fighting out for that last playoff spot. But I don't, after what I saw from Sam Howell last week, I'm not sure Not sure I'm there. And that's where I'm at, is that the bottom 10 teams in the NFC, yeah, you've got a trick or two, and every once in a while you're going to look really impressive. That's where I'm at with Green Bay. Yeah. But that top six, I don't see anybody infiltrating that. I think those six are light years ahead of everybody else. I would agree. And I guess that's for me why I'm just, I'm looking at the NFC going, you're not very interesting. Hmm. It's interesting at the top to me. It's going to be very interesting to me, the battle between Philly and Dallas. It'll be very interesting to me where, just how high can Detroit climb on this list? That if was the second see, level of what I was If we see ask. Dallas fall off and lose a couple more games that they shouldn't, like they did against Arizona. I'm not projecting it. I'm just saying if they did, you get to that point where you go down. Detroit. They might be stronger than them. Not more talented, but at least stronger as a team. And I guess that's where I was. uh, uh, A a nice way of saying your answer to a question that I hadn't asked yet. I feel like Detroit's the only team in the NFC that has that gear to get out of the tier they're in. I don't see New Orleans being a real threat to get to a Super Bowl. No. That's not shade. I don't believe in your coach. You've got talent. But you don't have San Francisco, Dallas, Philly talent. But I look at Detroit and go, there could be another gear with you. Mm-hmm. There could be another gear with you. And I would be being disingenuous if I wasn't honest and say that I might have placed a little wager on Detroit to win the NFC at about 11.06 last really? night. It's just too good a value. Yeah. What's the odds right now? I I know what I got it at, but I feel very sure that has changed since last night. Yeah, from uh, so I will I will look it up. What did you get it at? What are you a cop? Is that not is that why why would you not share that? Is that secret information? No, it's not secret information. I just want to if I'm a big dumb dumb and it somehow dropped, I don't want to say, <laughs> hey, look how just... stupid I am. <laughs> okay, I see what you're doing there. Yeah, I see that little game you're trying to play. I don't think it did, but I just don't want to be sure. But right, right. right. Uh, let's. See. I doubt their odds. Uh, the, the number no, it, got it, higher. It, it came down. Uh, I got it at plus a thousand. It's plus eight fifty. There you go. And I just looked at that number and went, "That's it's too good." Yeah. Put it, something it, and on. The, it. And the drop off from there is already. Because you got San Francisco at plus two twenty, Philly at plus three thirty, Dallas at four twenty five, Lions at plus eight fifty. Then there's a thousand point drop off to the Saints. And there's almost another one after the Saints to every other team in the NFC. Mm-hmm. You also get your Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now for the great, great value of plus 4,500. 
Yeah, no, thank you. Donate thank that you. to charity. Yeah. Or set it on fire. Uh, I'm, Send it to us. Super chat it to us there if you're go. tempted, and we will give it to Eblen Charity St. Nicholas Project. 100%. Or, well, yeah, that's that's the right call. That's the right call. Or send five more dollars, and I'll put it on my 16-team parlay for the week. Let's go. <laughs> Pays $2 million. <laughs> I mean, it's worth a shot, right? It's a lot we, better than... We play Powerball all the time. It's you know? a lot better than wagering anything else in the NFC. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with you on the Detroit Lions, and I and 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 now it makes me feel guilty. It makes me feel guilty for questioning this team coming into the off se- in, into the regular to season. Question this team. I get it. You were how do you? But I was. But remember, I was hot and heavy, all uh, head over heels for this team. And then as the season got closer, I went. I got more apprehensive. And I was like, no, no, no. But now I think this is the team that I expected them to be in the offseason. Well, I mean, in fairness, J- Jared Garf can get as upset about being being called a poor man's Matt Ryan as he wants to. It's exactly what he is. Now, he's he's been really good at times, and he's exactly what they need, and he's undervalued, and, and I'll admit all of those things. But just Jalen Hurts, Jared Goff. The only thing is that if you say any other starting quarterback in the NFC, you can go mm-hmm. Jared Goff, Geno Smith. Oh, well, that's that's actually not that bad. Think about it in this sense. The Detroit Lions, I just looked at their schedule once again. I look at that schedule now, and their floor to me is 12 wins. Because you have everybody in your division. You have Minnesota, or, or you have uh, Denver. You have Tampa. You have Vegas. You have the Carolina Panthers. Well, I'm not allowed to. a whole lot of winnable games. I hadn't looked at their schedule. I just did a precursory look at it right after you said that, and I got to 12-5 and at worst. Yes, that is the floor. 12 wins seems to be the floor right now. Should Detroit stay healthy, stay on this trajectory, and oh, by the way, later in the season, I feel like they'll be adding two full-time elite talents. One at wide receiver and Jameson Williams, and then one with Jameer Gibbs when they finally figure out he's the guy that makes this ship or will make this ship go. He's the Tony Pollard to David Montgomery's Ezekiel Elliott. Yeah. Uh, stop giving David Montgomery 32 touches in a game because it's stupid. <laughs> You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. When we come back, we'll get just a bit outside. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business, and we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. 
I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The Sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Sportsocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And it is uh, that time. Get just a bit outside here. And uh, Jeremy, I know you hate it. But it's baseball update time. Oh, boy. It's baseball Let's update go. time. Let's go. Let's go. So, uh, yeah, we've got the uh, Miami Marlins chasing down the uh, playoff spot, the last playoff spot in the National League, the final wild card spot with the Chicago Cubs. And they just can't seem to get a break because the weather's been playing hell with them. It rained out their game the other night, and they had to play a doubleheader. They got creamed in the first game, and then – of that doubleheader, came back and won. So now they were in a tie with the Chicago Cubs. The Cubs lost last night to the Atlanta Braves. Miami had a chance to make it up. In the ninth inning in New York against the Mets, the Miami Marlins were trailing one to nothing. They, they scored two runs at the top of the ninth inning, and then the skies opened up and caused a three-hour rain delay to which they were not able to finish the game. Finally, just before 1 a.m., they decided we're suspending this contest. Now, there's a half a game between them and Chicago for that last playoff spot. If it's necessary, they're going to have to go back to New York on Monday after being in Pittsburgh for the last three days to play two outs and a half an inning. To yeah, finish that game. <laughs> if, if that doesn't explain baseball in a nutshell, I really don't know what does. <laughs> They're going to have to. I mean, all right, like, set it so, back up where we were, guys. All right, so just in theory, they, they shut this down for rain, right? Yes. Was it raining daggers? Uh, apparently uh, so. Was it raining? Was it hailing ice blocks the size of door stoppers? Because if it was just raining a little bit, I think we could have gotten these last two in. Well, see, this is this is the tropical storm, uh, Ophelia, that's been hanging out up there in the northeast for a week, I think. And that's what's been causing all of this. And they decided finally, like I said, last night, like it was like quarter to 1 a.m. And they were like, we can't do this. We're postponing the game. So hopefully they won't need it. But if they do need it to get that last playoff spot or get a chance at it, they're going to have to go back to New York just to play a half an inning. This this feels like a, a another great time to point out that the dumbest thing we do as a society is name hurricanes. <laughs> <laughs> Tropical Storm Ophelia. Uh, I do want to throw out there for Stephen does- Tao, though. Uh, congratulations to your Baltimore Orioles. Clinching the AL East. 100 games. 100 victories in one season. I hadn't seen that in my lifetime. So... Congratulations, Baltimore Orioles. I still want to go back to why are we naming hurricanes <laughs> and why are we giving them names of civil Civil War widows? <laughs> Tropical Storm Ophelia. It's, it sounds like somebody that Civil War Andrew Luck would be writing to. My dearest Ophelia. Dearest Ophelia. The squir- tell the squirrels I said hello. 
My story's about NIL because it's becoming a story again, whether you like it or not. Minnesota head coach P.J. Fleck, one of my favorites, basically went to the Brain Trust of Minnesota and said, you have two options. You must find me more money or I'm going to have to go elsewhere because we can't compete. Also, Alabama opens a, uh, it's called the Advantage Center. Okay. Which is, to me, probably the most honest thing you could possibly have called this. It's a new state-of-the-art name, image, and likeness hub inside of Bryant-Denny Stadium. Awesome. I'll give you one guess of who was not particularly thrilled about that. Give you a hint. His name starts with an N and ends in Nick Saban. (laughs) Said long ago, got very criticized for it. Is this what we want college football to become? So, it's becoming what it's becoming, and that's okay. Which I heard an extra sentence on that. So it's becoming what it's becoming, and that's okay, dot, 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 because I'm going to be at my house, not having Oh, that's what you heard. Why else would he be so resigned to it's, it? Is, it's, it is. It's doing what it's doing. I mean, okay. It's, I'm not going to be mad. Because, Cause yeah, Nick Saban's been the most rational person over the last 20-some-odd years. Of Oh, you know what? I see it your way. I You know, you're right. I I was wrong. I've heard Nick say that no less than a time. Shocker of shockers. The old school coaches are upset that they can't do business the way they used to. We used to look. I'm Nick Saban. I just used to have somebody else write those checks, and I never had to pay attention. I I never had to be a participant in the process, and now I feel like I have to because the office is right next door. I don't know how to balance a checkbook. Okay. They did that. <laughs> All right. We took McDonald's bags full of money, just handed them to people. Exactly. That's what we did. Exactly. Now they This got is what I with- hear every time I hear one of these old school coaches talk about NIL. Like, stop pretending that we don't know. Okay? We've known for years this is how you've been running the business. All of the top prospects got something. You'll never, you'll never not convince me of that. No. So just because it's out in the open now and everybody can see the NIL office down the hallway, don't tell me that now it's a problem. Money has always been in college. Oh no, it's a, it's a markedly bigger problem. I disagree. It's a markedly bigger problem. How's that? Because now we know what you're getting. Uh Now we know exactly what you're getting. Uh So, all right, let me. I can't believe I'm having to explain this to you for the 400th time. <laughs> Caleb Williams. Uh-huh. He's quarterback USC, right? Yeah. Do you think he'd be doing Wendy's commercials if he was the quarterback at Toledo? No. No. Doesn't really matter how good he is. It's because he's in LA. Mm-hmm. So you don't see how that's a competitive advantage over. It's. it's it, and I'll explain to you for the 400th time, it's always been a competitive advantage. Mm-hmm. All of these places have but been able to But now it's them more. all about the money. Before it was about what you were willing to invest in it. Mm. That, okay. That's how Alabama was so good for so long, because that, that program's mm-hmm. not as flush with money as you seem to be acting like it is. Oh, okay. I mean, it's got money. Mm-hmm. It don't have L.A. money. Mm-hmm. It, it just doesn't. Right. That's the, 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 it doesn't have Texas money mm-hmm. or, or anything like that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, the NIL thing is a disaster. I tried to tell you when <laughs> when your when your sport is just. I'll be really honest with you, and this is about as deep as this is as I feel like going on a football Friday. I can't figure out how somebody like PJ Fleck goes to work every day, knowing that he's behind the eight ball. What am I supposed to do? It doesn't matter how good a coach I am. He could be Newt Rockney. It doesn't matter. You're going seven and five at best. That's what changed. Yes, it was always an advantage. Now it's the end all be all. Mm -hmm. You could still, if you were a really good coach, there were certain guys that went, I want to play for that guy because that guy will get me to the NFL. That guy will get me exposure. That guy will get me whatever. Mm -hmm. Now you can do that with Lincoln Riley in, in, at USC. And, and it's leaving behind some of the old hats like old, old Nick and Dabo. Uh-huh. Dabo's the one I worry about. Nick's been fine with embracing to a point. And he remember, he was the first one out there chirping. Bryce Young just got a million dollars. He knows he can use this as a bargaining chip. He knows how to use this as a recruiting tool. Dabo, on the other hand, He's the guy in the corner with his fingers in the ear, in his ears going, nope, this, is, this ain't a problem. Oh, yeah. Who does Clemson play this week? Oh, yeah. Syracuse. Syracuse. Needed to do that again. Mm-hmm. You're in the sportsocracy, and this is ESPN Asheville. Jeremy's got all his bangers coming up later on in the program. Oh, we got pages. The first set. We got pages of notes for the bangers this week. We were good last week. Mm-hmm. But... We still need to be better. I'm over 500 for the year. We're still making money. We're in the green. We're in that 52, 53% range. I want to be at 58 first, for you, the listeners of this show. The first set of bangers coming up here in just a few moments. Um, you got any more thoughts on the Green Bay Packers? Nope. Uh, that, Detroit that, Lions. I, I literally tweeted out eight minutes into that game. You ever make a, a a wager and you know before the first quarter's out that you're on the wrong side of it? And Jets you plus can't, seven. And you can't live bet it fast <laughs> enough? Now, thankfully, last night I did, thanks to betus.com, and you can do the same. After two drives, I went, yep, wrong side. Yep. Undo everything I've done. All we're trying to do is make our money back tonight, and I did. Yep. Uh, you mentioned, uh, I think you mentioned this earlier, Duke hosting game day they're taking on notre dame and um i'm not i'm actually interested in this game to the point where i find myself you're about uh, you're you're about to say something's gonna hurt you uh, as a tar heel fan really rooting for the blue devils this weekend whoo that hurt that hurt a lot I'm I'm really starting to fall in love with this team. They're easy to like. They play really good defense. Uh, they have a really good quarterback. They don't get any love. Right now, I look at Washington State and Duke very similarly. You're not used to them being good, but they are. Mm-hmm. Also, I, I I do feel the urge to say this after uh, after my statement that Washington's the best team in college football, and I don't find it to be all that close. Yep. For those of you that have felt the urge to send, in some instances, very profane responses, you do know those don't go away, right? Like, I don't just forget you said that. 
Your your email address also comes with it, which that's something else you should know. So even if you delete your YouTube account, you didn't completely go away to where I can go, nana nana boo boo, stick your head in doo doo. I, I I can still do that. So I just, it's very big of you. Oh, a humble is my middle name. I humbility is my greatest ability. Uh huh. Just just enjoying your victory laps. Oh, I'd love try. There is nothing. There are many things that this show has brought that, that that has shown me things about myself. One of the biggest ones is that when provoked, I can be the biggest internet troll you have ever met in your life. And do you know when it comes out the most? When's that? Eleven fireballs and nine domestic lights deep, and I just. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Might have been doing that last night. Yeah. So if you got a response from me, you can just assume that was that was my alter ego. Yeah. You know, the, Batman had Bruce Wayne. Jeremy's got that guy. Uh, who while we haven't we, named yet. <laughs> while we're on the uh still kinda on the on the subject of college football here, I just uh, I just saw this and I thought it was hilarious because this might be the most ridiculous ask that I've seen in college football in a while. The athletic director, Rick George from Colorado, has issued a statement today. If the Colorado Buffaloes upset top five team USC this weekend, please do not rush the field, fans. (laughs) Are you crazy? They rushed the field after the Colorado State game. Yeah. Right? What makes you think that we care what you think, Mr. AD. Oh, can I, I, I actually got a, a, I can't tell you who told me this, but I can tell you it was somebody very high ranking at a, at a school that's pretty good. They really don't care if you run on the field. They just want to keep you away from the goalposts. Mm-hmm. And it's not even that they care about how much the goalpost cost. It's the insurance liability of what if little Johnny Drunkard gets to the top of that and then it goes, Newman crushes like eight people because they are pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. And that has happened before. It has happened. I'd never really thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. I thought it was an insurance liability just them being on the field. Nope. No. Nope. They have insurances for that. Yep. You fought, You go on the field and hit a pothole or something and twist your ankle. Nope. Yep. They're covered there. Yep. Rushing the field is, though, a university and a Pac-12 rule that you shouldn't do that. You can get fined for it, but it's also a safety issue. And he says uh, after they did it the first two games of the season, there were a whole bunch of complaints about fan behavior while doing that, which you could imagine. I mean, you're running on the field. People are just getting hit left and right, knocked over and stepped on and all of the things. He asked them, no, you beat USC. Please don't do that. (laughs) That's not going to happen. Yeah, you just call Clemson. They, they were primed and ready to run on the field last week. Mm. Mm. You know how that went? Oh, we're ready. We're running on the field. Ah, ah, oh. And then there was one fat guy in the background going full Ted DiBiase. Just. <laughs> You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Going to play some uh, either, neither, both after Jeremy's bangers, which are next. 
Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's Battle for the Belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with us every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of Beer City's Fantasy Football Champion. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. It's that time for college football bangers. We always start with only bangers. These are my favorite favorites of the week. We start Louisville, three and a half point favorite at NC State. North Carolina State couldn't stop a nosebleed with a roll of paper towels against the run. I know Louisville wants to throw. They proved last week if you stop that, they will run. Louisville covers easy. Give me the Cardinal minus three and a half. Next, SMU is a 23 and a half point favorite at home against Charlotte. I usually don't lay numbers like this, but you got a Charlotte team that just got beat up by Florida, an SEC team. They're not very good. And no, SMU's not the track meet team we expected them to be, but they should score easily and often. They've already shown what they do after a loss. 69 to nothing the last time they lost the following week. I could see it being similar this week. Kentucky's a one-point favorite at home against Florida. Kentucky hasn't been challenged, and people seem to be really underestimating this team. They're good, and they're really good defensively. They're going to keep Florida from beating them in the run game, make Graham Mertz do it, and, well, I've seen that enough times to know he can't do it. You mean the Wildcats to beat the grossly overrated Florida Gators. Texas A&M's a six-point favorite at Arkansas. Yes, they're going to a backup quarterback. Max Johnson, our guy, son of Super Bowl champion, and our buddy Brad Johnson takes over the Aggies and the fighting Jimbo Fishers. That moved the number too much. K.J. Jefferson is a good dual-threat quarterback. He's just not a very good passer, and Texas A&M will force him to do that. I don't think this game's ever close. Give me the Aggies, minus six. Favorite, favorite of the week. We call it the Aki Breaky, no mistakey. Don't tell my heart, my Oregon State's a four-and-a-half-point favorite against Utah. Over-unders, 44-and-a-half. Utah's on their third quarterback, could be on their third running back. They scored 14 last week against a UCLA team that they absolutely dominated. Oregon State lost to a grossly underrated Washington State team. That's the only reason we're talking about this. This number should be higher. Give me the Beavs minus four and a half. 
under 44 and a half. That's my most confident pick of the week. Take it to betus.com. Use our promo code sportsocracy. You get 125% deposit match on your initial investment, plus up to 30 risk-free bets, so you can wager college football with us all season long. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. It's ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400 is the Sportocracy heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app, and we are seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to thesportocracy.com, click the live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat. It is a football Friday. That it is. We got uh, Beat the Chief coming up later on in this hour. Asheville Police Chief David Zach joins us each and every week to pick all of the NFL games against the spread. I have the lead right now in Beat the Chief. I'm feeling Feeling pretty good about that. Starting off the year really well. We all know year started off well last year. Went well the entire year until the final two weeks of the season where I blew it. Um, and then Jeremy took home the title. Yeah, it's that's just, that's why uh, you see this look on my face? Not worried. It's not a look of concernment. <laughs> concernment. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I just make up words. Yeah. That's what I do. Dig it. I dig it. You're just the you're just a human dictionary over there. Uh, yeah. You were close. Added too many syllables. I did. Thank you. Glad you picked up on that one. It is uh, that time on the program where we're going to play the fun little game called Either, Neither, Both. Whatever the scenario is, which one do you take? Either, neither, or both. Take it or leave it. Jeremy Green, what's your first burning question this week? So I've got two teams that I valued to be high-level competitors mm-hmm. for for a Super Bowl potential birth one more than the other but they're both coming off horror awful losses the jacksonville jaguars Mm -hmm. and the dallas cowboys either neither both which one cannot sustain a loss this week jacksonville in london against the falcons dallas cowboys against the new england patriots that is at home by the way that is a great question cannot sustain another loss now i find one of them much more likely to lose mm-hmm. that's not what i'm asking which one for the furtherance of their aspirations can least afford the loss least afford the loss i am gonna go with the dallas cowboys on this one because you lose another one this early in the season, it gives me a lot of pause about what's to come the rest of the season. We know that their schedule is difficult, it's and we evil. know that the race, what they're in the race for their division, but they're also thick in the race for the number one seed in the NFC. Mm-hmm. You fall behind two games early to the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know that you can catch up later in the year in either of those races. That it brings you out of both of those races immediately. I will go with Dallas on this one because I feel like Jacksonville. Okay, so they drop they drop this one. There's still plenty of wins left if they can 
figure it out. You know, they do the Eric B enemy thing. You saw his, uh, his quote about this past week's game and Sam Howe, that it was his job to cut that expletive out. That's kind of where the Jacksonville Jaguars are at. Like you got plenty of time in my view to be able to write the ship here, make the playoffs. Cause your division's terrible. It's not as terrible as we thought it was. No, it's not. It's going to be closer than you want it to, you wanted it to be at the beginning of the season. Well, you're already hanging a loss to the team that is the worst team in that division. I'm not sure it's all that close. Mm-hmm. And they're better than we thought. Mm-hmm. The Titans are about exactly who we thought they were. Mm-hmm. And the Colts are better than we thought. Yes. My answer, I would say both. I don't okay. think either one of you is going to like what happens if you're hanging a loss. Okay. If I had to pick one, I'd take the Jacksonville Jaguars. Because in the next six weeks, you play Atlanta this week, then you play the Bills carried over in London. So you have to stay in London for two weeks. Two 9.30 in the morning kicks. Mm-hmm. You don't get a week off. You then have to play an Indianapolis team that is way more difficult to game plan for than we thought they would be because the offense has been good with two different quarterbacks. Then you have to go to New Orleans on a short week. That's a Thursday night game. I've never in my life seen a team play a schedule like this, and it could go super off the rails. Because to me, you lose to Atlanta, you could lose all three of those requisite games. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I think you would. I'm saying you could. Yeah. And if this starts to unravel and you don't, it, you get that little burr. The Dallas Cowboys are used to the media. They're used to things like that. And you can very easily pass off. Bill Belichick stopped us from doing that. One thing we wanted to do, it's New England. We're going to right the ship. But it's not going to change anything. If Jacksonville goes to one and three, immediately you go, same Jaguars. Different coach, same story. Mm -hmm. Different quarterback, same story. Mm -hmm. The defense is terrifying me. And now we really start to zoom in on it. And I'm not in any way impressed with what I've seen out of Jacksonville. I don't know that there's a team in the NFL that needs a win this week more than the Jaguars do. Okay. All right. I like the Jags to get a win this week. What should they lose it? It's, I mean, it is going to get very, very loud because that offense has, it, it hasn't looked as dynamic as you wanted it to be, right? Calvin Ridley hasn't been the threat that you wanted him to be. He has been. There's just been drops. Okay. It hasn't put points on the board like you thought it would. Right? So I get it. I get it. No Zay Jones this week, by the way. Saw that earlier today. Zay Jones has been ruled out. So Christian Kirk. I was is about up. to say, that means <laughs> it's Christian Kirk season, baby. Oh, I love doing that. Uh all right, either, neither, both, Jeremy. I'm I'm looking at the college games and I'm looking at these spreads here. Okay. I got double digit spreads. For some top 25 teams, and I guess the way to phrase this question without you giving away any of your picks that are coming up later on in this hour and the next, as we do, of course, three sets of bangers, end of each hour, every hour on a football Friday. Um, I guess the way to answer this question is it might be who are you worried the most about or who will you be worried about if they don't cover this weekend i'm going texas is a 16 and a half point favorite over kansas Mm -hmm. usc is a 21 and a half point favorite over colorado 
And because weird things can happen on the road in the SEC, the number one Georgia Bulldogs at Jordan Hare against Auburn, who are a 14 and a half point favorite. So you're asking who, you who will be, I worry the most about if they don't cover? If they don't cover. Because I'm, I'm not sure there's much of a window for these teams to lose, but covering is a different story. Well, I, I'm, I, I'm going to answer your question with a question. Okay. Do you know who you're talking to right now? Mm-hmm. I've already told you, Texas better have its excrement together because <laughs> Rock Chalk Jayhawk is not to be trifled with. Right. USC's going into a game against a, an upset Colorado team. You're on the road. If you don't cut, let's say that game ends up because I'm, I'll go ahead and uh, let me spoil a pick for you. I am all over the over in Colorado USC 73 and a half. They might score that in the first half. They couldn't set the number high enough. Yeah. I've talked to two different bookmakers this week that went, we couldn't set this number high enough because we were afraid we'd set it too high. It becomes a blowout. And then the liability is so heavy on the yeah. other side that yeah, we just you got, went where we had. Yeah. This. Cause you got to go 80 to make people uncomfortable. Well, where it's at has made people uncomfortable enough. So the liability okay. is not terrible but it's 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 still pretty significant so for me if any of the three teams you just asked don't cover it's georgia by a mile because i don't think auburn's very good mm -hmm. and they're really not good offensively mm -hmm. um so if you were i know you're having to go into jordan hair i know it's not palatable to go on the road in the sec my concern with Georgia is you have nothing to impress voters. Nothing. And you and I have talked about how jumbled it could get at the top this last year of, of four teams. I'm going to say something that's going to sound absolutely insane when it comes out of my mouth. Okay. I don't think you can withstand a loss. If you lose a game, I don't think you make it to the college football playoff. Hmm. And if you lose... I'll go one step further. The SEC will not be represented in this playoff because you don't have anybody else that's even in the ballpark of conversation. Mm -hmm. So for me, that the answer to yours, either, neither, both, it's Georgia Bulldogs, and it's by a great bit. Okay. All because right. I already have reservations anyway. About Georgia. I do. Yeah, yeah. Carson Beck does not look good. There's some really bad decision-making. Mm -hmm. The thing is that you you play Cupcake City. So you need to be just devastating teams like you did in the second half against South Carolina. I'll agree with you. That down 14 to three scared me to death. Mm -hmm. I, I will absolutely agree with you. Georgia, I feel like needs this most or needs to cover most. You need to smoke because, Auburn. Because the hounds are at the door, right? You got everybody, every other team in college football looking at Georgia doing what they're doing and going, oh God, guys. Well, I mean, we got just, a real shot at winning this Well, thing. I mean, you just got to look at how many teams are good. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking I mean, about. Because obviously I think Georgia is good. Mm -hmm. I just have reservations of, are you one of the four best teams in the country? So far, you have not shown me that. I don't care what you did last year. That doesn't mean squat to me, and it never has. That's how we wind up with Ohio State in, in, in the college football playoff, and they get just matered. Ah, I'm good. I'm not going on that reputation. So far, Michigan, Texas... Florida State, Penn State, Washington, and Oregon at different times 
have looked more impressive than anything Georgia has done. And if you look at all those schedules, there's not a ton of losses there. Mm -hmm. But there's just enough good wins. Just like you asked about Texas with Kansas. That's a good win whether you want to consider it that way or not. Absolutely it is. It's a basketball school and you're not used to them being good. That's a good win. Mm -hmm. That's a win that's better than anything Georgia has on their schedule. And it's a 16 and a half point spread. Yeah. It also tells me a lot that Vegas doesn't think enough of you to give you more than 14 and a half points on the road at Auburn. Yeah. A team that was just able to beat Cal by four. Yeah, that's a that's a very unimpressive team. That mm-hmm. line shocked me. I couldn't even wager it because the line shocked me so much. Yeah. But I can't. I have no confidence in it. I don't either. I have zero confidence. I wanted to take it. Right. I kept looking at Georgia minus the 14 and a half going, that feels like the easy can, side of this. Can Georgia come out into Jordan Hare and bust them in the mouth 42 to 7? Yeah, we've done it before. I think we did it two years ago. Last time we were at Jordan Hare. But could they also come out and it be a 17 to 10 gross fest that we have to make a comeback because, you know, the team didn't show up in the first half again? Absolutely. I'm, I'm in complete agreement with you. Uh, because honestly, I'm. I'm looking at that Colorado game going, okay, am I going to do it again? Because if I'd have had money to bet last week, I'd have bet it on Colorado plus the number against Oregon. And I, I'm I looking have. at this one going plus 21 and a half against USC. That could be a hell of a chance to make some money. I'll have that pick at the end mm, of yes. the program in the last set of bangers. Indeed. My second question is kind of a takeoff on the first, but it's, from the college ranks i've already told you i'm not impressed by the sec at all i feel like you have a slew of teams that are in the top 25 solely because they're in the sec and there's not really any other reason Mm -hmm. either neither both which school cannot afford a loss and both of these are really tight lines florida at kentucky you remember how loud it was on billy napier before he beat tennessee and then it's almost like we just forgot you lose to Kentucky, beating uh, Tennessee, all of the good graces, all of the warm and fuzzies, that goes away. Or my family himself, Brian Kelly. <laughs> Who can least afford the loss? Mm-hmm. To me, this is not even close. I mean, I've got to go with Florida on this one, and more specifically Billy Napier. Because you've already you've already got them banging down your door of what the hell is wrong with you? Why don't you have this program looking better than you do? And yeah, I mean you you rack up losses. Every loss you rack up, that's one close one step closer to the oblivion for you. Brian Kelly doesn't have that kind of pressure. I don't feel like it at LSU. Are, are you on drugs? Seriously, hundred percent. This wasn't even close to me. Really, it's Brian Kelly, and it's not close. They're because, banging down his door to oh, fire him be. now? Oh, they will be. They didn't like him in the first place. You understand, LSU hated this hire from the minute they made it. What? You spent all this money for a guy from the Northeast, and he's going to come down here, and he's not going to succeed. And through two years, he's kind of shown you that. Mm-hmm. It's L- it's Brian Kelly. It's not even close. Wow. You lose to old hottie toddy himself. Because Lane Kiffin has always been looked at as a lesser Ole Miss Tennessee the the diehard SEC fan has always looked at Lane Kiffin like a a second tier program a second tier coach and I have a weird feeling 
that they're walking right into a buzzsaw that ain't going to go particularly well. Mm -hmm. Because what what was the one thing we knew LSU could do coming into this year? Score. Play defense. Oh. You allegedly had the best defensive player in the country. You had three more guys that were going to go in the first three rounds of the NFL draft, and your defense sucks. And I'm afraid that old old hottie toddy has seen that and seen the same thing I've seen, which is you struggle with speed and size. Uh, I don't have that ladder. I got that first one in droves. Mm -hmm. And I'm just, you mark my words. If they go down to to Oxford and get dog walked, and this is a team that really struggled with Arkansas, who is not good. Mm Mm-hmm. You lose to Ole Miss, all the love and affinity for Brian Brian Kelly is out the door. Now, the reason that I say that, I don't think there's anything Billy Napier can do to keep the Hellhounds away from him. Uh, Because you look at that schedule, you still got to play Georgia, Mm -hmm. and they are going to hurt your feelings. Mm -hmm. That's a rivalry game. You're not very good, and you're getting way too much pub. Mm -hmm. Then you finish the season at LSU, at Missouri, who's ranked right now, and you got to play your rival, Florida State, who is also – Going to hurt your feelings. I don't know that there's a win for him. Mm-hmm. I don't know that Kentucky is enough. I don't okay. know that beating Kentucky in Kentucky, you'll get Florida Gator fans that go, we expect to beat them anyway. And that's kind of my thought with LSU. They expect to beat Ole Miss regardless because we're we're this prestigious program and we don't play down to them. And that Brian Kelly thing will get loud. It will get loud in a hurry. Okay. Interesting. You remember, we have a lot of LSU fans that listen to this show. They send me messages a lot. (laughs) And And they're tired of it already. It is shocking how many of them hate his guts. I mean, I get that personally. But but as a coach, they hate him. Uh, They hate him from pillar to post. They hate the way he dresses. They hate the way he talks. They hate the way he coaches. I hate your stupid face. Bingo. (laughs) I hate your stupid face. I hate the things you say, how you say them, and when you say them. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The Sportsocracy. Ice up, son. Ice up. It's ESPN Asheville. This is the Sportsocracy, and we got a super chat. Oh, I have to yep, do that's you. I'm your huckleberry. Yeah, that's, I have to hit that button. <laughs> Look, it's Friday. I'm not going to lie. I sunk a lot into the uh, the, the bangers today. Uh, I may not be clicking on all cylinders. Uh, this one is from our good friend Colin. 
who says, uh, Jeremy and Tank, I don't think the Jags' D can stop the run game of the Atlanta Falcons with B. John Robinson. The Jags' run D is horror awful. That D can get burned, burned by, by a, a C.J. Stroud. Stroud. Very well could be right. Uh, that's a game that I'm not going to lie. I, I spent a lot of time looking at that number. I spent a lot of time pining over what I was going to do when Asheville Police Chief David Zach got here. And it is, it is now that time, and I'm still not 100% sure I have decided what's going to come out of my mouth when that game is is brought up. <laughs> <laughs> it is that time. Tank one. Because that's what I do. That's what I do. Except when it matters. <laughs> <laughs> You're the Notre Dame yeah. of picking football. Yeah, games. yeah. I had that. Uh, I, I had that stark reminder of just how last season ended this week. Um, when I pulled up, I still have all of the stats from last year, <laughs> and I look back and go at week 17. I had a three-game lead and went five and ten. Do, do you ever look at that sheet and, and sing Barbara Streisand songs out? Yeah. So quick it can all change during Beat yeah, the Chief. Just amazing. It's amazing. You just call me. Fortune's uh, turn. That's right. That's right. Just call me Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is time to be, play Beat the Chief, brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt, Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com and tune in to News Radio 570 WWNC every Sunday morning at 11 for a Clarissa Explains Real Estate. Boom. Yeah, that's that's the cross promo. That's it's, how that's done. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're almost professionals at this four years later. So Thursday night football did not go Jeremy's way, but it did go for me and the Chief. So the Chief and I have uh, started the week off 1-0. Last week's uh, matchup, I won at 9-6-1. Chief, you were 7-8-1. and one. And Jeremy... He was seven, eight, and one too, but I put him in last place. Just I like seeing his <laughs> feels name. Better, last. Yeah, did did that feel make better. you feel good? Yeah, yeah. Um, why did I take take that Chiefs game? As I watched that game, you outsmarted yourself. Yep, yep. You outsmarted yep, yep, yourself. Yep. And I and I kept staring at that. Uh, what was it? The Las Vegas game where I took Las Vegas and went. This is where Vegas is smarter <laughs> than I am. <laughs> If I hadn't have done that, I'd have 10 wins last week. But uh, so far on the season, I am 22-23-2. and two. Jeremy's at 20-25-3. Or, excuse me, 22-23-3. Jeremy's at 20-25-3. And, and, Chief, you're at 18-27-3. So a four-game spread between me and the Chief. Just two games between you and Jeremy for last place. Now, getting into this week's games... Sunday, fun day football. The Atlanta Falcons and the Jacksonville Jaguars in London. Jacksonville Jaguars are a three-point favorite. Who wants to begin? Uh, go ahead there, champion. Okay, I guess I will I will go next. Um, understanding all of the points that Colin brought out about the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, I feel like this is a need-it game. And it's kind of a home away from home for Jacksonville. This is this is a team that goes to London, and they they're they're fine in London. They're actually they have a better record in London than they do in their own home <laughs> stadium. So I would uh, I'm going to go with Jacksonville minus the three here because I feel like they have to have it, and I don't I don't know that I 
see Atlanta coming out doing the ball control thing and keeping keeping Trevor Lawrence off the field long enough. Jags are the biggest, one of the biggest disappointments of the season they so are. far. I mean, I, I think everybody was expecting a lot from them, and uh, yeah, it's been uh, less than uh, stellar thus far. But I think this is the week. I'm with you. I, they have to get it right. Yeah, or it's a long season. So I think uh, I, I think it'll be close, but I do think the Jags will will cover this one. So I'll go with the Jags too. All right, that's uh, three for the Jags because the uh, House of Reprehensibles has gone with the Jacksonville Jaguars as well. Ah, uh, isn't that isn't that ironic? We're just waiting for me for a confirmation. You're on the Jaguars. You're on the Jaguars. <laughs> They're on the Jaguars. Not so fast, my friend. Give me the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, exactly what Colin said. Jacksonville cannot stop the run. That defense is a joke. And it is mind-boggling to me how they are this bad defensively with all that they invested. Atlanta can run the ball, and they'll run it down your throat if you give them the opportunity to. Mm-hmm. And that's how you beat it. The Detroit Lions showed us exactly how to beat Atlanta. And it's you get in front of them, and you take that element away. You make Desmond Ritter beat you. I don't think they can do that. I don't see anything in Jacksonville that makes me feel warm and fuzzy about their ability to take away what I think is a very, very dynamic running game in Mm -hmm. Atlanta when it wants to be. Okay. Short money is with you. Yeah. There's a lot of money on Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. I I had this as a pick I'm catching. I am catching a full field goal here. I can't even tell you Atlanta wins this game. But I'm catching a full field goal to push a tie. Mm-hmm. I'll take Atlanta. All right. Atlanta plus the three for Jeremy Green. Now, now, just to be clear, yes. I do think that's a field goal game, whichever way. So I see no loss from So me. you got a chance. You got oh, a chance. I see no <laughs> loss. So we're either going to push it or I'm going to win. Yeah. Um, Buffalo Bills, Miami Dolphins. That's the first game up on the 1 o'clock slate. Your Buffalo Bills, Chief. Taking on the team that just put up seventy on the Denver Broncos. Got your, uh, got you, got your Buffalo Bills knees what, knocking, what, doesn't it? Aren't you afraid? Aren't you just scared? That is incorrect <laughs> and not even remotely accurate. What what what's our line here? It is three points. Oh, it's back to three. Yep, Buffalo is a three point favorite at it, home. Here's the thing: Who have the Dolphins beat? What is their combined record? The hype train. I mean, Miami is a very good football team. Mm-hmm. There, there's no question; they are an excellent football team. And the 70 points has got everybody going crazy. When they played New England, uh, people were, were were somewhat underwhelmed. Right. So a lot's changed in a couple of weeks. They beat the Chargers. You know uh, what's the Chargers record? Which was close, by the way. Yeah, also close. So. What what I think a lot of people misunderstood or were unaware of was how vastly improved Buffalo's defense was. Not only with the additions, but with McDermott taking over the play calling from Leslie Frazier. Mm. That is a much better defense. This is going to be a close game. I think it's a field goal game. Buffalo owns this series, and Josh Allen owns Miami at home. I'm taking the Bills. All right. All right. He's taking the bills. Jeremy's giving me that look like he wants me to go. Uh, no, I'll go. Okay. Uh, I agree with everything he just said. And I'm going to tell you uh, exactly what I tell Tank before the show. When you watch betting markets like this, Tank told me, oh, this is insane to me that, that Miami's getting two and a half at Buffalo. 
And what I responded was, if you take out them scoring 70 against the Denver Broncos, then how do you feel about them getting two and a half? And he went, well, then it sounds about right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You had a Denver team that laid down and died. I don't care that you scored 70 points. It doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure that half the teams in the NFL wouldn't have scored 50 on you because you had a defense that just absolutely quit. So I'm not taking anything from that. I I think this number is off because what this – I thought that Miami would be catching the full field goal. They were for a lot of the week. It's been at two and a half. You've got it at three now. I thought it was going to go over that. I'm taking Buffalo. I think Buffalo wins outright. And there is a great chance that you see a team show how to get to Miami. Tua Tungvalu has been sacked one time in three weeks. I have a funny feeling that's going to go up this week. Right. Give me can, can they be perfect in protecting Tua Tungvaluwa? They cannot. Right. Right. Exactly. Damn it. I agree. Yes. They cannot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> however. What? However. <laughs> Look, I know I went against you guys last week with the Buffalo game, and that was stupid. Sure was. Sure was. This one is at least one that you won't completely call me a moron. Uh, oh yeah, Chief, for you, doing uh, this you, one. you did get to miss the entire uh, one o'clock slate where I kept looking at Tank going, Commanders plus six, huh? <laughs> <laughs> How, how's that aging for you? Yeah, it didn't. It didn't go well. If I didn't have that Chiefs pick, I'd be in here gloating. But I, I, I took the Chiefs yeah. minus twelve and a half. So yeah, we, we, yeah. We, look, we all make bonehead picks sometimes, and you know, last week yeah, that, was that was just another in my long list of bonehead <laughs> picks. But this week, I'm, I am going to take Miami plus the three because I do feel like this is. I don't. I don't even feel like this is a field goal game, honestly. I like you guys to win. I really do. I think you're going to be able to get after them and get the pressure on them, but I can completely see this game being within a field goal. It's going to come down to somebody's up, you know, by two. The last drive decides who wins. Or I can definitely see that. To that effect. So I'm, I'm, I, I think, I think this is very close between the two teams. And normally I would be on the side of the home team in this scenario, but there's something about that Miami team that scares me. And I think, regardless of how many points they may get behind by. They'll be able to catch back up. In fairness, I had this at two and a half. I just I want that on record for when this ends a field goal game. And he goes, Oh, it's a tie. Uh, was it? Right, what did we decide? What is it? Is it three or is it two and a half? Three. He's, he's using the consensus numbers yes. allegedly. Yes. Somehow his consensus numbers never match up with what mine have, and mine are from Vegas. But whatever. do you see the trouble I have coming in here? Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't get the line until I have to make <laughs> so the break. Right now. Yes, it's uh, it's rough. Um, <laughs> if you'd like to share with me your your source on this, I would be glad to use the lines that you want. Well, to. see, the thing is that my source comes with a whole lot of information that I don't want you to have. <laughs> oh, I see what that <laughs> so is. That's why we've never done that before. See, I just go to Vegas Insider and then go to the consensus page, and there's all the... Do we see why I'm in third? Yes. Yes, I, d- I have no idea what the line is before <laughs> until I sit down in this chair. That's, oh, that's give, what makes it give it time. He's been running his mouth all week. <laughs> that that basement is calling his name. <laughs> this could be a two and thirteen week for all tons of fun over there. It definitely could be. Uh, the house is with me. Miami plus the three against the Buffalo Bills, Chief, and uh, and Jeremy going with the Bills at home, uh, given the points. It is the sportsocracy. 
ESPN Asheville 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. The Minnesota Vikings are a four-point favorite in Charlotte. We'll give you a break to think about that one, Chief. Four-point spread. Uh, <laughs> the Carolina Panthers and the Minnesota Vikings at Bank of America Stadium. Coming up next. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. We're back counting down to kickoff. Let's look at today's three keys to premium pre-gaming with Beast Unleashed, presented by Monster Brewing. Number one, beat the heat. Unleash the beast with bold, familiar flavors, zero caffeine and zero sugar. Number two, running the option. There's four to choose from. White Haze, Peach Perfect, Scary Berries, and my personal favorite, Mean Green. And number three at 6% ABV, Max Protect. Always drink responsibly and you must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed, available at your local retail. Taylor. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. Tank one. It is the sportsocracy. This is ESPN. I, I love doing that. Three years later, that's still yeah. humorous to you. It is. It is. I love it. Yeah, I love that's, it. that's. I try like, to get you to, to get involved, but you don't. You're Mister No Fun. Uh, yeah, that's like that lounge joke that every hat comedian tells, and they go, "It's funny." Uh, is, is it though? though? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's laughed in eight years, Bill. Nobody's laughed in eight years. <laughs> Uh, we are playing Beat the Chief here in the Sportsocracy with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. Brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com if you're in need of uh, buying or selling a home. Now, picking every game in the NFL against the spread, a game that I will be at on uh, Sunday afternoon. Uh, so Jeremy, I guess you and your armchair are just going to be on your own for the old, uh, fantasy show. Uh, yes, we will have a, it, it'll be a very Canadian, uh, 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 fantasy show. And that's, that's fine. A, a very Canadian. Are you having another Canadian on or is Oh, it... maybe you never know. Okay. I mean, yeah. I guess at this point, the percentage of Canadian did go up. Well, I mean, there's, away th- there's American. three, there's three spots on the stream. So I mean, if somebody else wants to take the third spot, feel free. <laughs> I'm sure they can probably find somebody for I it. I will, uh, I will rope in Cowboy Zach Hurst if, uh, you know, the, the, the if need be. Well, I mean, if he's awake and he has two very young children, so I'm gonna assume he will be. Yeah. Um, Carolina and Minnesota, the Vikings coming to Bank of America Stadium for the showdown. The last we heard. Was that Bryce Young? Bryce is the starter. He they put is, it out today. Okay. He is definitely the starter. He is good to go. Back from the ankle injury that kept him out last week. So, uh, Minnesota is a four-point favorite on the road at the Carolina Panthers. I'll start here because I don't it. find this to be hard at all. Uh, who's going to stop Justin Jefferson from getting 
whatever he wants. I don't have an answer to that. I was going to say, you want to hear the list again? Yeah, I, I don't have an answer to that. <laughs> if Andy Dalton had started this game, I'd have taken Carolina. Mm-hmm. With Bryce Young, I can't. I'm going to Minnesota. Okay. And I don't know that it's even going to be close. Okay. I don't think it matters who plays quarterback for, for Carolina Vikings. Yep. All right, Vikings. Uh, the house going with the Vikings as well, and... Is he going to do it? No, I'm going with Vikings. There you go. I'm going with the Vikings. I thought about it for a second, and you're absolutely right, Jeremy. If Andrew if Dalton Andrew, had been if, playing. If the Red Rocket himself, uh, Andrew Dalton, was starting this game, I would have taken Carolina. It, it, because it's all about the way that this team looks with Bryce Young on the field. It's just clunky. It is very clunky. They can't get anything going. They can't sustain drives. And honestly, they can't block for around him. And oh wait, Daniil Hunter's coming in. That, that Daniil Hunter was another part of this that I thought about. Yeah, scare me to death. I easily see a path that Bryce Young makes one of those mistakes, the the, the rookie mistake that you fully expect a guy to make, and Daniil Hunter probably gets home a time or two. I just I don't I don't see how Carolina wins this game. Mm-hmm. Now this would also be a great time for me to say, do you know what our record is in games that we have universally agreed on? I would love to know. It is. Horror awful. <laughs> we are like eleven games below five hundred yeah. when we have universally agreed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I didn't notice that until last week, and I went back. I don't have the exact number, but it was, it was staggering. Yeah, how many times when I went through to highlight who won and lost that I went and across the board just wee. I just don't think Miles Sanders is going to be enough. I don't either to win you this game. Although I do expect a big game from him because you should always expect to expect a big game for the running back who is playing against the Minnesota Vikings. Um, Denver Broncos and the Chicago Bears. The game no one wants to see. If you watch more than five plays of this game, you, my friend, need to talk to a therapist because you are a masochist. <laughs> Denver's a three and a half point favorite against the Bears. On the road. This one's in Chicago, correct? It is in Chicago, yes. So, wow. I I, I don't know what to do. Jeremy, you go first, because I don't know what to do. Uh, well, you got two teams that are combined 0-6 against the spread. Mm-hmm. I'm catching three and a half with the Bears, mm-hmm. who defensively have been horror-awful. The Broncos defensively have been horror awful. The Chicago Bears offensively have been horror awful. But the Broncos have Russell Wilson well at times. Mm-hmm. That's enough for me. Give me Denver. Okay. Denver minus the three and a half. You made that sound way too easy. To me, it is way too easy. I'm not sure with Matt Eberflus as the coach. Do you know the last time the Chicago Bears won an NFL football game? No. It was right before Halloween of last year. Sounds right. They're on a trajectory here because they play on a short week, which is another reason that I'm taking Denver. They play on a short week on Thursday night football. Thanks, Amazon. Uh, Jeff Bezos, glad you spent a billion dollars for that game. If that was played in my living room, I'd burn the house down uh, just to avoid having to accidentally watch it when I went to pee. I don't like anything for Chicago. I think they've quit. The Broncos have quit. I think there are enough veterans with the Broncos that you're going to at least get a, we got to show something after we got annihilated last week. Plus, you know this, when alpha males get called out on their effort level, that you're going to see the best version of them that they've got. Yep. Give me Denver. 
Okay. Chief? Mm. Nah. I don't think so. <laughs> He's like, nah. Uh, <laughs> nah. Nah. Uh, I think Fields has been terrible, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yep. And are we getting to the point with him where he's he's got to show something and get back to 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 what he was doing a year ago if he's going to be the answer in Chicago? And I think he's got to do that in this game. And uh, these are two horrible teams. One of them's at home getting points. So why I, I I'll just I'll just for that reason alone. Two lousy teams, one's at home getting points. I'll take the points. I swear to you. You remember when we were kids and they had math books and the the answer to the equation was in the back of the book? I could do that with the Chicago Bears. The book could tell me the answer at quarterback is Justin Fields, and I would go, that's a misprint. You got that wrong. (laughs) You got that wrong. You got that wrong. I don't know who the answer is, but I can tell you for a fact it ain't that. Oh, I don't think think it is either. I just think. Chief, you are going Chicago plus the three and a half. Yes, I am. Okay. I'm so glad you did that because I am now just heavier on Denver minus the three and a half <laughs> than I was 10 seconds ago. Cause I considered doing it just to, just to keep us from having another one of those. We all went Denver and Chicago one. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I can't do it. I cannot do it with Chicago. I've wanted it to be better wanting something and, and getting what you want are obviously completely two different things. I wanted that girl to stop putting cigarettes out on my couch. She didn't do it. Bingo. We had, and we had to go opposite ways. I wanted to keep my last pair of shoes. But the cat decided that that wasn't in the cards for me. Oh, yeah. We've got a new name for, for Tank. He's old P-Shoe Spencer now. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up yesterday, Chief, and the cat had urinated in my shoe. Oh, but I didn't know it until I got to work and I was sitting there smelling. Don't get me going on cat smell. stories. Yeah. Don't oh. get me going on I, I Currently living now with my first cat. Oh. Yeah. Not a fan so far? uh, I'm going to buy a hawk. (laughs) (laughs) And that, my friends, is the right answer. That is 100% the right answer. Oh, man. I'm I'm stealing that one. That's going into into my repertoire of things I say about kitty cats. The house is going with me and Jeremy. Denver minus three and a half. So Chief's out on that limb with the Chicago Bears. Plus the three and a half all by his lonesome. Uh, next up, we got the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. Cleveland is a two and a half point favorite at home. Now, the, the, I wanted to start with you on this one, Jeremy, because when this started, when the when the first line came out, Baltimore was a one and a half point favorite according Correct. to my sources. So, what made this shift? Um, I can tell you what makes the shift for me. Okay, uh, Baltimore's killed killed but we knew that right didn't vegas know that coming into the week now i i'll just tell you i'm looking at the movement over the last one two three that's five days uh it got all the way down to cleveland minus three and now it's gotten closer uh and we almost got to a pick them in this game and it's dropped back down to to cleveland this is the hardest game of the week to me because this feels like a layup to take Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the smart money and how much of it's on Baltimore. And I I hate this game and no matter what I say I'm going to get it wrong, so I'm going to go with my I'm going to go with my head and say it's the Cleveland Browns. Give me Cleveland minus one and a half. All right. Um 
I I will go with the Cleveland Browns on this one too, minus the two and a half. I really didn't even think two and about a half. It. You're a full point off of it. It's at one and a half right now. I'm looking at it on every server. Okay. I hate this. Yeah, this is one and a half. All right, so it's one and a half. I don't know if you pulled this one. I have no idea, but that one's not two and a half. You were sitting here when I did it. Well, I I also don't listen to you when you talk. (laughs) You're like Charlie Brown's teacher. It just becomes this noise that happens. All right, whatever you say. Yeah, it's one and a half. All right. Literally, the line changed from the last break to to the pick. It did. You yes, guys are driving did. me crazy. It did. It absolutely <laughs> did. All right. Uh, from here on out, Jeremy will pick the lines and send them all to you. Please, dear John, because I could not care less, and it apparently is a huge deal to him. Uh, Cleveland minus the one and a half. That's I, how you can tell which one of us bets a lot. You take a point from me. Me and Mr. Penn are about to shiv you <laughs> from where do you breathe from. Cleveland's minus one and a half, and I, I'll be honest with you, I didn't even think about this for longer than a minute and a half. Uh, I hate when he says that. As killed I, as I, Baltimore I, is, and as dom- dominant as Cleveland has looked, this feels easy to me. Yeah, we would be now 12 games under yeah. 500, because yeah, I'm going with you guys as well. Yeah, all right. Cleveland across the board, the house agrees. With us. Oh, we all went Cleveland? We all went Cleveland. Yeah. Bet your house in Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs> and I was already trying to I was already trying to change my pick anyway. Can I go to Baltimore now? All right, we got Cincinnati and Tennessee. What is the line, O Flostradamus? <laughs> uh the line on this one as of right now is Tennessee plus two and a half. Mm-hmm. <sighs> This feels like such a trap. Why? Because it's in Nashville. I know Burrow's hurt. Oh, but they beat the Rams. Yeah, the Titans are better than the Rams. They just can't score. And I... This is a game that should be more than a field goal with how bad that offense has been, and it's not. And for that fact is why I'm taking Cincinnati, because I'm a big idiot, and I don't follow my heart very often. Mm-hmm. Give me the Bengals. Okay. Chief, what do you think? Yeah, no, I like the Bengals as well. Tennessee can't score. All right, all right, all right. We are a solid sweep on the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. (laughs) I hate it when you agree. Why do you take the Titans to make me feel better? (laughs) Uh, The house is on Cincinnati as well. We know Joe Burrow is banged up. We know he's not 100%. I'm not completely sold that. Tennessee's defensive pressure, which is going to be there. It is going to be in his face. It is going to make things difficult, but I'm not sure it's enough to take down the Cincinnati Bengals. I got the Cincinnati Bengals by at least a field goal in this game, and uh, the two-and-a-half-point line fits that narrative. This is the Sportsocracy ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 8.80 AM and 1400. We are playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach, brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com. Jeremy's bangers are coming up next. Are you Beer City's best fantasy football player? Your chance to prove it is back. The Sportsocracy's Battle for the Belt is back for year two with two ways to win. Our standard contest and the new Eliminator Challenge for the most hardcore of football fans. Play fantasy football with us every week of the NFL season and compete for a cause with proceeds benefiting Evelyn Charity's St. Nicholas Project. Register today at thesportsocracy.com and take your shot at the title of Beer City's Fantasy Football 
Football Champion. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Oh, you didn't know? favorite kind of dog is the road dog my guy the fighting mike houston's of east carolina traveled to rice through a three and a half point dog east carolina has not been particularly good offensively you know what the recipe for that is play a team that couldn't stop a nosebleed with a roll of paper towels that's rice one of the worst defenses in the country and a little added benefit jt daniels um i've seen him do this at enough schools to know you're not very good that's why you're on your fourth school in five years give me the mike houston's plus three and a half next troy's a one and a half point dog at georgia state but but georgia state's four and oh yeah and i think they pulled played a technical college a school for the blind and a cooking school they have one of the worst strength of schedules in the country troy made it interesting with kansas state this team is good they should be a favorite this is a misnumber by vegas give me troy plus one and a half south carolina's a 12 point dog on rocky top Let's face it, uh, Tennessee fans, I love you all, but your team is not very good. And Josh Heupel has shown to me, defensively, ah, not great, never going to be great. And Joe Milton, ah, not great, never going to be great. Tennessee wins, South Carolina covers. Houston's an eight-and-a-half-point dog at Texas Tech. Donovan Smith is taking over at quarterback for Houston, but where did he come from? Texas Tech. If anybody knows this team, it's the quarterback for Dana Holgerson, and he's going to lead them to an outright victory. Houston is my money line dog of the week. Finally, Rock Chalk Jayhawk. Kansas is a 16-and-a-half-point dog at Texas. Texas is looking ahead. They're undervaluing Kansas just like everybody else. Texas is going to win this game because Quinn Ewers is a dog, and that defense for Texas is for real. But so is Kansas. This number is disrespectful and it's too high. Rock Chalk Jayhawk plus 16 and a half. Take those wagers to betus.com. Use our promo code SPORTSOCRACY to get 125% deposit match on your initial investment and up to 30 risk-free bets so you can wager college football with us all season long. The Sportsocracy. It fires me up, man. I love it. Say it one more time. The Sportsocracy. Shake it back! Beer City's best sports talk. It is gross. Just earlier. They are mature, actually. You just have to get to know them better. Your lunchtime dose of dumbassery. Live from the Ingalls studio. It is ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM and 1400. You're in the Sportsocracy. This is... Uh, Heard live everywhere around the world on the iHeartRadio app, 
seen everywhere on YouTube. I mean, I feel like I say this all the time. You don't really need me to keep telling you where you can find us because you should know by now. Well, right? I mean, because you already did. <laughs> is there international superstars? That's right. Yeah, that's that's right. That is, that's what hyperbole sounds like. Hey, hey. <laughs> we are locally, remotely known. <laughs> I like that even better. Yeah. People see me at the grocery store and they go, hey, that guy looks familiar. Didn't he break in our house one time? <laughs> Might have. Probably Who did. Knows? Who knows? Did you have in the fridge? Oops. Oops. Uh, yeah, it wasn't there. And when you left, I'm sure. Uh, we are picking every game against the spread here with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. Playing Beat the Chief brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt, Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com. Get your votes in on the poll on the YouTube channel. Go to thesportocracy.com, click that live video link, subscribe to the channel so you can join us in the chat and vote in the polls. All of the matchups going up, we're putting the, uh, finally, after you know two years of being asked, we're actually going to put a house vote into well, the Well, we, uh, we tried here. this before, but I have to put up the polls, and you know I I, I have some other buttons over here too. Yes, uh, but uh, is uh, Jason's helping you out with that today? No, uh, no. I haven't oh. figured out. Wow. Apparently, I'm the only person that can put up a poll. Oh. there's a way to fix that. I just well, you know, I I I put out the fire that's actively burning. <laughs> and then we wait to see what else is caught on fire yeah, yeah. on the embers. Uh, all right, so we continue down the uh, games here. One o'clock slate on Sunday. Pittsburgh Steelers, Houston Texans. It's a three-point spread. Pittsburgh is a three-point favorite mm-hmm. on the road at one of the worst teams in the NFL. Mm-hmm. This feels like a gross overreaction to me. This feels like a gross overreaction to a good game from, from C.J. Stroud where – he didn't get his jersey dirty nearly as many times as I feel like he's going to this week. Mm-hmm. If Laramie Tunes were to play in this game, it would have given me a second of pause, and I still would have came to the same conclusion. To me, this is Pittsburgh. It's not all that close. I still think Houston's a bottom three team in the NFL. Yeah, I, I did not expect that, honestly. Really? Yeah, I didn't. Okay, I got to know. What about me made you think I was going to take the god-awful Houston Texans? No, 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 no. I'm not saying I thought you would pick the the Texans when you say it is not even close. I didn't think about it for a second. That's crazy. What has have... messed with Pittsburgh? Secondaries that can make Kenny Pickett look bad. Mm-hmm. Do the Houston Texans have one of those? Nope. In the message, repeat. Is it the defenses that have made him look bad, or is he just that bootsy? He's not a great quarterback, but I I don't see anybody that's going to slow down George Pickens. I Mm -hmm. don't really see much of a chance that they're going to slow down Najee Harris. Mm -hmm. Look, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I'm Pittsburgh minus three. I didn't really think about it all that much either, but it did kind of give me pause of, this is a team that has not looked good offensively, and Houston's looked pretty good with D'Amico Ryan's calling the shots on that defense, they're a tough team. I'd, I'd looked at it longer than maybe I should have, I guess. I, uh, if it, if you looked at it more than enough, uh, more than long enough to go, Hey, those two are playing. I'm going to watch zero seconds of that game. Cause that sounds like it'd be awful. Give me <laughs> Pittsburgh. 
If it lasted longer than that, it took too long. Yeah, no, I, it did. It took me a lot longer than that. Chief? I'm just with you guys in the Steelers. All right, Steelers minus the three, the House of Reprehensibles. Which way did they go on the poll? Also, Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, it's a full sweep across the board, so Houston Texans win by 10. Um, uh, we got one of these, by the way. I'm your huckleberry. It's from our buddy Soren Eagle that said Broncos Bears is literally Broncos Colts from last year. Only difference being... It's minus the human rights violation of it being in prime time. Mm-hmm. I like how you said that, sir. <laughs> that human rights violation will be this Thursday when we get the Bears and the Washington Commanders. Ooh. Take your wife to dinner or set your television on fire. I don't care how drastic you want to go. <laughs> don't watch that. Don't do that to yourself. Uh-huh. Mental health is a thing, people. Don't do that to yourself. <laughs> nope. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams and the Indianapolis Colts. This is the closest vote we've had in the chat so far. Indianapolis is at home, and this game is now a pick'em. It, it has bounced between a pick'em and and a one point lean each way. Yep. I'm not going first here, Chief. You want to break the ice? Colts aren't horrible. They're not terrible. You're right about that. Colts aren't horrible. And uh, Richardson will play? That's what I'm that led to believe. That is the way it looks. I'll take the Colts. Okay. All right. Uh, wow. I'm look, I mean, I'm looking at the injury. Thing. He's not even questionable. He cleared the protocol. It was just a question of uh, were you going to hold him out for some reason. Yeah. And I hadn't heard a definitive, which I never trust a coach until I hear them definitively say, yes, this is happening. Mm-hmm. So expecting Anthony Richardson to play. Yes. Um, let's see here. Oh, 28 minutes ago, here's one. Uh, Colts, Anthony Richardson out of protocol, will start against the Rams. So Anthony Richardson will play. And I and I don't know. I, I, I mean, flip a coin here. I'll go home team and sure, Indianapolis. So you took the Colts. Yep. You took the Colts. Not so fast, my friend. Give me the Los Angeles Rams. The reason this is so narrow is because you got that West Coast team coming east, uh, and it's on a short week. I I just look at at the Rams and Puka Nakua. I don't know who's going to deal with him. I think Tutu Atwell probably gets one deep at some point. Uh, look, I know it sounds like I'm very down on the L.A. Rams. I don't think they're a playoff contender. They are better than I thought they were, and offensively they can do things. I also look at Raheem Morris and go, all of the things that you have that you do that have been used against you over the years, Anthony Richardson can't take advantage of any of them. So I'm all I'm all over the Rams. Okay, all right. Uh, the house is close on this one, but it was the L.A. Rams and the Peckham. So Jeremy in the house on the Rams, Chief and I on the Indianapolis Colts to win at home. New Orleans Saints, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is way harder than it should be. It's a three and a half point spread. New Orleans Saints at home. There but. will be there will be no Derek Carr. So you're going Jameis Winston. Yep. Jameis Winston against his former team. I look at I I mean I look at two things in this game. I look at uh well two terrible coaches really 100%. going head to head here. Uh, but the two things I look at is 
Jameis Winston. I am going to go narrative game here. <laughs> the last time we saw Jameis Winston throw a pass against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, he completed that sucker for 800 yards. I, I mean, I feel like the guy is still running down to one of to one of these parishes in Louisiana because the guy has not stopped running yet. Now, I'm going New Orleans Saints minus the three and a half because one, they are at home, uh, and and two, there's one big playmaker for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who's going to get bottled up in this game because he always does. That would be uh, Michael Evans. Exactly. He's going to see his daddy. And Daddy does not like Mike to have fun times. <laughs> Marshawn Lattimore <laughs> is going to shut him down once again. And this team without Mike Evans, how, I mean, how you get in the end zone? Oh, wait, you haven't really been able to get into the end zone without him all year long. For me, it's New Orleans. If we were only picking who won, it would be much easier for me. It's the hook mm -hmm. that's bothering me. Look, I think New Orleans is a better team. They're at home. I also, I've played this game with Jameis Winston enough times to know he really loves turning the ball over. He does. Vita Vea coming back, I don't, I don't invest much into Alvin Kamara. This sets up as a trap that ends up being a field goal game where, where Groupie hits one late. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Groupie? It's their kicker. Oh, New Orleans. I think Orleans. it's actually gruppy, but I, I don't care. <laughs> you're, you're a kicker. I don't care that much. I was only... I see what you're saying. All right, Chief. I just like the Saints at home. I always mm -hmm. like the Saints at home. Yeah. I continue to like the Saints at home. All right. Rarely do I like them anywhere else, but I do always like them at home. Saints do tend to play really well at home. And I hate Baker Mayfield on the road. Basically, every narrative plays against what I just said. And I don't know why, but I see that game 21 to 20, I don't know, 21 to 20. Mm -hmm. And you get a field goal late or 24-21, something of that nature. And New Orleans kicks field goal to win it late, and that hook gets you. So you're taking Tampa plus the three and a half, Jeremy? Yes. Yeah. All right. Chief and I will be on New Orleans minus the three and a half and the House of Reprehensibles. Which way did they vote? Or have we put this one up yet? Uh, they had the Saints by a lot. Saints by a lot? Yes. Yes. And it was the Saints by a whole mess. As, as it should have been. Let's go Philadelphia Eagles. Washington Commanders. I'll go first because there ain't no chance I'm doing this again. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, zero chance. <laughs> so the Commanders are on tanks. Never again list. Uh, exactly. Never again. Um, that was more of a narrative. Maybe maybe they could have kept it close thing. But no, nah, I'm not doing it again. Philadelphia minus eight and a half against Washington. I'll, I'll be glad to stay on that side of it. <laughs> Ugh. They gave up nine sacks to I Buffalo. Still, I still can't uh, believe I did that. Well, we're getting the Chiefs game soon, so yeah, they got they gave up nine sacks to Buffalo last week. Um, Some go, might argue I'll that go just uh, over eleven and a half sacks for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles in this one. We should do the over under on sacks. Uh, set the line at five and a half. <laughs> over, I'll take the under. 
I have a weird feeling that that Washington, you're going to see way less. I feel like Washington, Eric Bieniemy went into went in with a game plan. And Chief, you, I'm sure watched every second of that game. Yep. I feel like Washington went in with a game plan where they trusted Sam Howell too much, and they're not going to get burned doing that two weeks in a row. That is, that would be extraordinarily poor coaching. I I uh, thought to, last week was extraordinarily poor coaching by Washington. I felt like they put Sam Howell in a position to fail. And they were, and you know, actually, they were in that game for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, it got and, bad and then it, the then end. it then it got yeah then it got silly. Uh, but if you had watched that game, it, it wasn't as bad as it looked, especially through the first half. But that's because of that commander front four. Yes, which is which is good. Mm-hmm. That's where the I not so fast, my friend, myself. That front four is completely irrelevant against Philadelphia because they're going to move you off the ball no matter who it is. So I'm taking Philadelphia. Yep. Everybody's on Philly minus the eight and a half. And so I would have house. to imagine that the house is heavily on Philadelphia as well. Yes. All right. Across the board, everybody on the Philadelphia Eagles. Minus the eight and a half against the Washington Commanders. Four o'clock slate kicks off with the Las Vegas Raiders and the Los Angeles Chargers. This has been a really difficult game for Vegas because there's a lot of money on the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest with you, mine would be with them. Mine would be right there with them. As much as I hate Las Vegas, and I think this is a dog water team, I cannot trust the Los Angeles Chargers at all. I know that they don't normally have the home field, the greatest home field advantage. But this is all Raiders fans. This is going to yes. be 90% Raiders fans in L.A. for this game. Uh, and they're going to be loud, and it'll be just a tough environment to play in. And again, it's not a team that I can trust to do what they should do. You stack these two teams up on paper, this is a 30-point win for me. This is the, the Chargers just boat race Las Vegas because their secondary is terrible. But... This is reality, and five and a half points is way too much for a team that I can't trust you to close out games. You could be up by 14 with three minutes left in this game and still blow this lead and still not cover. That's how bad you've been in late-game situations. So I'm going with Las Vegas plus the five and a half. The house isn't, Mm -hmm. and neither am I. Good for you. Yes, this will be a lot of Raiders fans. These games tend to be close. I I feel like the benching of J.C. Jackson was the shot across the bow at the, at the defense. You had last week in, in pretty good hand, and then you did that thing that you do. I don't know that the Raiders can take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. The path to righteousness for the Chargers is you have to make Josh Jacobs completely irrelevant. You've got to get up, put this in the lap of Jimmy Garoppolo, who it does appear is going to play, if Brandon Staley can't do this, I'll go a step further. If if the Raiders cover, I'm not sure Brandon Staley doesn't get fired on Monday, mm-hmm. whether they win or lose. I don't know that it matters. Yeah, because this is one of those times that the game plan is so absolutely unbelievably basic that if you can't do this, you're not an NFL head coach. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm letting him burn me one last time, but Brandon Staley is going to cover this number, and I think the Raiders are going to get blown out. All right. 
Chief? I am on the Chargers as well. We were. It was funny. Last week, right, we were texting in the fourth quarter, and I'm like, Staley's got to be fired. You know, I thought it might be at after the game, right? Not actually during the game when he went for it. What from his own twenty five? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That was the most ridiculous uh, sequence of events that I ever saw to, to like snatch uh, defeat from the jaws of victory. It was yeah. it was absolutely ridiculous. Um, but I just, I just, the Chargers are just that much better. Mm-hmm. All right, Chargers. Who would have thought that Tank would be on an island all by himself with the Raiders, who he hates? I did not think so, but here I am. And come on, Chargers, let them down one more time. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, Dallas Cowboys take on the New England Patriots. That'll be the next one that we uh, pick coming up next here in the Sportsocracy on ESPN. Asheville playing Beat the Chief with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. Brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt. Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSellsWNC.com. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. At Ingalls, whether we're celebrating Friday Night Rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the Fan Fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park, it's all in the bag. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. The best season of the year is here. Tailgate season. Monster Brewing presents this season's MVP. The Beast Unleashed. With four bold, familiar flavors. With zero caffeine and zero sugar. Beast Unleashed is your new pregame ritual. With white haze, mean green, peach perfect, and scary berries, there's a flavor for every fan. The Beast Unleashed. 6% alcohol by volume. Unleashed responsibly. Must be 21 or over. Beast Unleashed. Available at your local retailer. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarissa Hyatt-Zach with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. The Sportsocracy. These guys are a f***ing disgrace. Back in the Sportsocracy on ESPN Asheville, it is a... Football Friday. And done that this hour. And uh, we are picking the games against the spread in the NFL as we do each and every week with Asheville Police Chief David Zach. Brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty. Go to ClarissaSalesWNC.com and don't forget to check out her brand new radio show on News Radio 570 WWNC every Sunday morning at 11 o'clock. So artfully put together for you by Mr. Flostradamus Jeremy Green himself. Um, you know, just that, you know, I, I feel like a proud Papa. I teach him all these things and then he just pays it off and makes me feel good. And one of these Uh, days I will teach you how to do video. I doubt it. I really doubt it. I do too. (laughs) I highly, what an incestuous little group we have here. So we're all intertwined somehow. Exactly. Just 
just it's just great how the uh, how the web is woven here in the community. Oh, it's a web. <laughs> it certainly, <laughs> it most definitely is. We only uh, trap ourselves. Right. <laughs> uh, we got four games left to pick on the uh, slate for this weekend in the NFL. Uh, combined minutes you thought about the next four games put together. Uh, uh, 0.75? Well, about 45 seconds combined? I was going to say six, and that would have been way too long. 100%. Because uh, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys host the New England Patriots this week, and the Dallas Cowboys are six-and-a-half-point favorite. Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Uh, uh, yep. That was... <laughs> Yep. That's exactly how long that took me to. Yes. Ooh, Micah Parsons coming off a loss against Mac Jones and that god awful offensive line. Yep, this shouldn't be difficult. And there's a lot of money on New England, and I cannot for the life of me figure out why. I cannot either. Chief, you're you're Cowboys. you're solidly on the Cowboys as well. Yeah. Uh I feel like the house should have been on that as well. They were. All right, everybody's on the Dallas Cowboys minus the six and a half. Against Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. The San Francisco 49ers are a 14-point favorite against the Arizona Cardinals. I thought about this longer than I thought about any game in this slate. As did I. I looked at it and I went, 14 points? We don't give away that many points in the NFL. And then I thought, how much more do I believe? And I did that thing that Jeremy said earlier in the show. If... If you'd if you have done take away this, the Dallas yes. Cowboys, this would make all the sense yes. in the if world. If you did this before they beat the Dallas Cowboys, would you have been would you even thought about minus 14 for the San Francisco 49ers? The answer is no. Nope. And historically, when teams pull off very large upsets like the Arizona Cardinals just did, they come out and lay a big old grumper the next week. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly what I'm looking for out of the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I agree. Agreed. Uh, San Francisco minus the 14 across the board. We got a lot of across the board this week, uh, l- ladies and gentlemen. It's never a good thing. No, tends to not go well. Uh, okay. Kansas City minus eight and a half. It was minus nine and a half. Yeah, they gave us a point back. I didn't need that point, but I'm glad you gave it to me. <laughs> Kansas City minus the eight and a half against the New York Jets. Um, yeah, no, there's there's no way I'm doing that again. So you don't want to just have the holy trinity of Jets plus seven, Jets plus nine and a half, Jets plus eight, eight and, and a half? half? No. So I we're not know. doing that? No. Oh, no. You're just a fun sucker. I know. I know. I was ready to make shirts. I was just gonna say Jets plus who cares? Oh, I thought you were gonna make shirts that said "Fun Sucker" on it. I need one of those for my wife, please. <laughs> hey, you better be glad that I know definitively she doesn't listen to the show. <laughs> she probably, or is, your actually. weekend would have just gotten exponentially longer. <laughs> uh, anybody? Especially think about if you this? did that voice that you do for. Her. Oh yeah, she loves my impression. I of her. was about to say, I'm sure she does. Uh, picking this game, anybody going Jets? No, all right, good. Kansas City Chiefs. Good for you. Uh, said, I don't, <laughs> we, we got the Chief picking the Chiefs. And it, look, the Jets' offensive line was better last week, but there's still a little, uh, a little Cupid back behind center. That as long as you're there, I don't care. Yeah, it's not going to go well. By the way, I do find it funny that Vegas still believes in the Jets. What do you I mean? find that to be, they're in the top 16 of the power rankings still. 
I guess it's that's I mean, it has to be because of the defense. The defense is really, really good. The problem is that the offense is so bad. The fact that the Jets are 12th in total defense in the NFL is a testament to the 20-plus dudes and the coaching staff on that defense because mm-hmm. they have done nothing to help you. Yep. And now you catch Pat Mahomes. I mean, what are you going to do with Travis Kelsey? All right, let's put Sauce Gardner on him. Sauce Gardner is outweighed by Travis Kelsey by almost 100 pounds. Mm-hmm. You, know, Travis- you can tell me what they're listed at. I don't care. I've stood directly beside one, and I've seen the other one on television about 9,000 times this right, week. Right, I don't understand the back, the fan backlash against the Jets. You lost Rodgers. I mean, Oh, the backlash is that you're now putting your fingers in your ears on Zach Wilson, which is completely stupid. And it's it, this is what it's what's going to get Joe Douglas and Robert Sala fired is that you refuse to admit the mistake you made a bad choice in a bad quarterback draft. What and if you would just get out from under it, you could explain it away by saying Trevor Lawrence went in front of us. We had Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones. They're all four busts. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a win. Yep. But you keep doing this, and it's it's just reaffirming it. I don't think – I mean, the only thing with that, I would say, is what was the other option? And, you know, with the investment in Rodgers, I mean, you can't foresee that. You, you were able to lure Rodgers in. Yes. You, you got him to come there. He had his choice to, to go a lot of places. The Jets were able to land him. The guy gets hurt four plays in. The solution is that you go get a veteran like Colt McCoy because I'll level you. I think with a vet like that, this team would have still made the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You beat New England last week. That's unequivocal. Absolutely. I think with any other five-plus-year quarterback in the NFL, you would have beaten the New England Patriots. And you didn't, and you're not going to be competitive with the Chiefs, yeah. and you're not going to be competitive with a lot of teams. So it's for me, it's just soul-crushing. And uh, this Sunday night, it's going to be jet crushing. I would once again like to apologize for, on behalf of Buffalo and the Bills. For, we, we we appreciate that for ruining your life. Uh, I it, it wasn't really you as so much as we trusted a quarterback who apparently his leg was duct taped on his body, and then the duct tape and the staples came out, and down he went. Felt bad about that. Yeah, yeah, you shouldn't. You shouldn't. I really don't. You didn't really. <laughs> I already knew you didn't. <laughs> That's the reason I didn't put much stock in it. Final game to pick this week, Monday Night Football, the line that makes zero sense to me. It's the Seattle Seahawks at the New York Giants. This is a one-point spread. Seattle's a one-point favorite. It was a pick at one point earlier this week. It was week. a pick em for the vast majority of the week, and then the smart money got on it. And I cannot, I, like, I can't figure out why. I How can either. you look at these two teams and think that they're even on the same playing field? And Seattle going to New York for a primetime game, doesn't travel doesn't matter to me. This is just hammer time for Seattle, I think, and one is just idiotic. I agree with every word you just said. The other day, the Giants are bad. You get Jamal Adams back this week. I think he's going to terrorize uh, Daniel Jones on a limited snap count because I don't think he's going to cover a soul, but I can easily see him being sent on 12 blitzes. And the, the Giants' line has been awful. The receivers have been awful. The one thing I can say is, okay, maybe the Giants' defense can make it difficult because they do have two corners that can run with Lockett and can run with D.K. Metcalf. But I don't know how you're going to stop Kenny Walker. This is a This is a weird line. 
I have a funny feeling we're going to be talking about this on Tuesday going, how did the Giants beat the Seahawks? I don't know, because Vegas mm-hmm. is full of witches, and they have a Ouija board, and that's how we set lines. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Where's Divine Comedy at? Did is he in? I haven't seen him in the chat today. Oh, he's there. Uh, he okay. said, take Seattle, primetime game. Giants are bad let's in go. primetime. Seahawks aren't. All this right. is easy. All right, let's go. It makes me feel better. Chief, where are you going with this one? I'm going to go with the Giants. Oh, all right. I just, yeah. Mix it up. Just, yeah, for, for no reason just than everybody chief didn't want us to have a ninth uh across the board which that doesn't normally work well for me no Uh, no it doesn't uh, work well for any of us that's (laughs) how we have a winner that won five games in a week no i think he was talking about when he goes out on his own Uh oh when i go out yeah when i go out on my own I go too far, and I did it twice this week with the <laughs> Jesus. Now that I look at my the, 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 <laughs> the Giants wrong. and the Bears, <laughs> I did that wrong. It's, it's two limbs that I'm it's not like, sure but I would have gone. But out. it's like touching that chess piece. Once you pull your fingers off it, it's uh, you know. It's got to stay. It's got to stay. That's the I, way I play. I, I can't unmove it. It's, can't unmove it. It is what it is. Looks really ridiculous <laughs> when it's on paper now. <laughs> I, I apologize to the listeners of the show yeah, yeah. in advance. I do that sometime with bangers where I record <laughs> it and then I write it down and I go, oh, bother. That's not good. Yeah, I shouldn't have been reading text during the yeah. show. I should have been paying attention. <laughs> to we had a week. This was, I think, the first year we did the show where I it was right when the underdog thing had really started, where I had become the underdog guy. And I looked down after I wrote all the picks down and I went, Man, it feels like I'm taking a lot of points. <laughs> I did the math. I took over 200 points in 15 picks. Those 15 games, if you added the score together, they lost by over 400. <laughs> it was one of the biggest bloodbaths I've ever seen in my life. Nobody ever called me on it because I think that was back when zero people listened to us. It's <laughs> a good thing. I got to mind my P's and Q's now. And now, and now when he gets games wrong, tens of you <laughs> we, we are locally kind of well known grocery store let's go alright Beat the Chief brought to you by Clarissa Hyatt Zach of EXP Realty go to ClarissaSalesWNC.com Chief J- David Zach Asheville Police Department thank you as always for great to be here guys always a lot of fun uh, you'll be uh, on the road this weekend to, to Head, Buffalo heading up to Belo Heading up to Belo. Got to be there for it. There you go. Uh, I'll be at Bank of America Stadium this weekend for the Carolina Panthers and the Minnesota Vikings. And Jeremy. We'll be at the bar. Yeah. Yeoman's work. Woo! Making the fantasy show run by himself, him and armchair commentary on Sunday morning. Don't forget to tune in for that. Uh, And uh, go see him at the porch because he'll be lonely because I won't be there. Uh, He'll also be loaded. Both six-letter words. They mean very different things. You're in the sportsocracy. This is ESPN Asheville. Coming up after the break, we'll tell you where to go this weekend. Running a small business is no small task. At Home Trust Bank, we work hard to prepare businesses for whatever tomorrow may bring. Your dreams are our business. And we have local experts who can help you plan for a successful future. Dependable guidance you need and service you'll appreciate. At Home Trust Bank, we take your small business banking personally. Visit your local Home Trust branch or anytime at htb.com. Member FDIC. Attention, it's time for the morning announcements. Make sure your parents are aware of the Ingalls Tools for Schools program and ask them to link their Ingalls Advantage card to our school. Remember, you have to do it each year. Now please stand and join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. 
the sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. Welcome back into the sportsocracy. Man, it is amazing how time flies on a football Friday here in the Ingles studio. It's, 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 almost, it's almost time to say goodbye. It is. It's almost time for bangers. And oh, he's and got I, a I, slew. Oh, yeah. This is a week. If you're ever going to listen to me, this is a week where I feel real good. Yep. Yep. And that either goes real well. Usually when I feel like this, it goes real well. Or I haven't. Uh, I have known it to go real bad when you've had feelings like this, but only about twice. I think of the yeah, four years we've been doing this. I mean, I think the worst I've got 16 picks this week. I think I've, the worst I've ever done on a week where I felt like this was six and 10. Yeah. And that's not a good week. Don't get me wrong. Exactly. I, I do feel quite solid yeah. about where we're at. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get into it here. Uh, it is time for the daily draft. Where are we going to go this weekend? And um, I am going to a game this weekend, but by no means would it be on my top five list of places to be this weekend. Not anything against Carolina Panthers or a good friend Amy Martin and all the people up at the oh, they're suite. And all that. I, they're wonderful. It's great. Hospitality is beautiful. I love going to a game in that stadium. I, because, I, I wish I was going. I've, uh, Amy and I are selling a house. So yeah, and congratulations. I, I, thank you. Thank, thank <laughs> it's you. about time. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, Jeremy's so fed up with this, I'm ready for him to sell the house. Yes. So. <laughs> I'm, I, I, it, it's time to say goodbye. <laughs> so I got a couple last-minute things I got to do before we dot our I's and cross our T's. Yep. That will be on Tuesday. Yep. Uh, so do you want to go first? I will go first All because right. uh, I feel like – you don't get to go to a game this weekend, so we'll let you go first. Uh, no, I feel like I dog walked you yesterday. So, um, and it will be advantageous to you because there's a lot of games that would be good to go to. I would have followed Asheville Police Chief David Zach. I'm going to the Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills. Mm. That's the game of the weekend. I don't know that it's all that close. In the NFL, there are there are some entertaining games. I don't know that there is a game on the schedule that will tell me as much as Bills Dolphins will. Okay. Because, I mean, there's only two ways this goes. Either the Miami train keeps rolling or you hit a speed bump. Mm -hmm. And if you hit a speed bump, it will tell me a lot how you do it and why you do it. Yes. How big of a speed bump did you hit? I mean, because we've seen Buffalo can get after quarterbacks. That's something we haven't seen with Tua Tungvaloa. It's why I took the Bills. It's why I'm very confident in the Bills. It's because I haven't seen – I have not seen them against a pass rush that can get home like that. Mm -hmm. And I had questions about that line coming in. I will learn more about the Miami Dolphins this week than I have the first three weeks of the season combined. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad you did go first. Uh, and uh, you did, no doubt, get the NFL's game of the week. Um, but you, you you left my two favorites on the college slate available for me, and that is where I'm going to go. Um, the first one is, I mean, I have been on this campus before and did not burst into flames. So I feel like I can, I could do it again, make a trip down to Wallace Wade stadium to go see Duke and Notre Dame. Uh, I, I couldn't pick that one because we tried to go to this game and I basically got a new phone. Who dis? Oh, so well, hey. again, that probably had a lot to do with, Hey, where are these guys on? Oh, that's a Tar Hill station. Yeah. We're not doing that. Yeah. We're not bringing those guys in. Yeah, that's entirely uh, <laughs> possible. But you could have had a very loud, very vocal mullet, many domestic lights deep yep. 
and yep. you chose not to. That's always it, it's it's always been a thing I've wanted to do since I first started watching the show back in the early two thousands. Of I always wanted to go to game day, and not necessarily want to go to Duke, but I do think this is going to be a hell of a game. I do too. I and, think it's it's one of the high side games of of college this week. And I this said, "This is a good slate." I said last week. I felt I had that feeling, which ended up being awful, that Notre Dame was going to, you know, go to and and beat Ohio State convincingly, and that was going to be the coming out party for Sam Hartman in the Heisman race and all of that. Well, that I, I feel like all of that's out the window now, but there is a coming out party that I'm all here for, and it's the Riley Leonard party. Because he goes out and has a great game against Notre Dame, which he should, then we're having a different discussion about Riley, and this is how he winds up on the first-round radar of the NFL draft coverage. He's already on the first-round radar. But I meant for everybody. Yeah, he's <laughs> anybody that matters mm -hmm. in terms of decision-makers, he's already on that radar. The question is, can he push through the, 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 the fence and get into that third quarterback in the class? talk with Quinn Ewers mm -hmm. this would go a long way in doing that yep I do I do feel like Notre Dame has a uh has a pretty good advantage in this game is that they've not had a game yet where they haven't just been able to impose their will basically in the running game late in games and that could be a problem for Mike Elko and the Duke Blue Devils but we'll just have to wait and see and I'll be all here for it uh my second choice is another national title contender, because yes, I do con still consider Notre Dame to be in that small window, and they lose this week, that's done for, but there is another national title contender that could be in danger this week, and I am going to go to Texas. Number three, Texas. Number 24, Kansas. I was really hoping that was going to come back to me. No. I think that is going to be... That has phenomenal game written all over it it's in a 330 window where there's not a ton of competition so there should be a lot of eyeballs on it mm -hmm. uh and i'm interested to see how texas responds i'm interested interested to see how kansas responds uh, next best game in that slate Ooh. illinois purdue Ooh. georgia yeah. auburn i was gonna say georgia auburn yeah that's about it the rest of them not really competitive games. It's okay. We got a couple more bangers in that slate. So interesting. You can, make, you can make some money in that slate and just wager. Don't watch. Okay. Well, you you took the you you took the one I wanted, which makes me a little angry. In Texas, Kansas. But there is another college game where I go hang hang out with a lot of famous people and see if this was a total mirage mm -hmm. or if there is something to this. So I'm going. To Folsom Field, Colorado Buffaloes, USC Trojans. I don't believe in that USC defense at all. They give up a lot of big plays. Bottom 20 nationally in, in explosive plays allowed, uh, and that's been against one of the worst schedules in the country. Last week, I had reservations about – I took Colorado because I thought it was too many points because I don't believe in, in Oregon. I don't think they're as good as they showed. I don't think Colorado is as bad as they showed last week. That was a, a team that was maybe reading its own press clippings, got punched in the mouth, and didn't have a second punch. I think they're going to have a second punch this week. Okay. And this could be a high-flying, good old gooden. My next selection, I'm going back to the NFL, and I am going to Cleveland Browns Stadium, Baltimore Ravens, and the Cleveland Browns. 
Deshaun Watson may not play. I don't put much stock into that. I think he's going to play. Mm-hmm. And even, even if he doesn't, let's say he didn't. Dorian Thompson Robinson looked awful good. So I, I don't know that that's as huge of a discrepancy as people will make it out to be because that Ravens defense is so hurt. Yeah. How hurt is Deshaun, though? I, I don't know. I, I just heard for the first time that it was a possibility that he didn't play. And I, I can't confirm that he's not going to. Mm-hmm. I think he will. Everything I have read seems to think that he will. Yep. Listed him as questionable with a shoulder injury. Right, uh, it is the right arm. So that is concerning. That's the throwing yes, arm. Correct. So after taking the turn last week, he's hurt now. Does that uh, take you off of that? A little bit more? No. No, it doesn't me either. It doesn't me either. All right. USC Colorado, I that was not even on my list, frankly, because it should be. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like there's too much of a chance that that ends up kind of being like last week's game. USC just struggled with Arizona State. That's true. Arizona State that literally couldn't score the first handful of weeks of the season if the other team had gone home. USC will allow anybody with a prolific offense to hang around. Now, mm-hmm. they could end up beating them by 40. Yep. That is on the table because they can score and they can score fast. I'm, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm not at that mode. Like normally with uh, when I'm against like a hype train, I would normally be wanting to show up to warm my hands on the dumpster fire, but not in this case. Like I don't, I don't think I would take any joy from seeing that stadium be completely dejected like they would be if what happened at Oregon last week happened at their own house. And that is in the ball, in the cards for them. And I, I want them to do well. I just don't think they're as good as everybody has made them out to be. Um, my next one in the daily draft here, where are we going to go this weekend around the football world? Um, you know what? I'm going to go tonight. I'm, I'm going I'm, I'm to go tonight. Oregon State I and boo-booed. Utah. A boo-boo. That was the other one I wanted. That was the other one you wanted. That was the other one I wanted. I should have pushed Colorado USC down. Uh, I should have known who I was drafting against. As much smack as I have uh, talked over the years about Pac-12 football, and as much as we've talked over the years about how irrelevant it is, that has not that has changed. That is the best conference in college football, and it's not really all that close. Yeah, and here you got an Oregon State team that can put up a bunch of points. Utah hangs their hat on being tough and defensive and all of that i I think this could be just a phenomenal battle tonight nine o'clock start out on the west coast it's your fs1 game of the night under under i'm taking oregon state i'm aggressively taking the under okay uh and then my family lsu Ole Miss. Well, there's a reason to go to that game, but I, I don't think you're going to get it right. Uh, Well, I'll be honest with you. Ole Miss is one of the coolest places to go see a game. Fact. Been there more than once. And the talent down there is not on the football field. Well, there's the thing, folks. You ever been wrong? Happened to me. Because, <laughs> uh, Tank, you got that right. Nailed it. I, You know, a lot of singlemen, they say, hey, I try to meet women at the grocery store. You know where you should try to meet women? Oxford, Mississippi. Yes, indeed. Uh, now, you need to not be an oldman because many of them are, are, are way, way younger. But, yes, that is, that's uh, 
It's a formidable place to watch college football games. Yes, but the football is going to be good as well. Ole Miss, LSU. Uh, it is it, it is one of the things that if you never experienced it, Oxford, Mississippi on a game day is really cool to place to be. It's always sundress season. Yes. In Oxford, Mississippi. Yes, it is. Uh, there is not another college game that I could take in good conscience. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I guess there's one. And I think I have to. Because <laughs> you left me with just nothing. Yep. Just nothing. I'm going to take Rocky Top. I think South Carolina-Tennessee is a better game than people believe. I don't really believe in Tennessee. That is a vibrant place to watch a, st- to watch a game, and I am interested to see what that crowd looks like. Mm-hmm. After the debacle that was Florida, has it just completely taken the wind out of their sails? Uh, and if it has, can South Carolina come in and get a win? But I think that's a close game regardless. Okay. The only other NFL game I had was Raiders-Chargers, and I wanted to say that, and I went to say that, and my mouth looked at me like a bad dog and went, no! <laughs> Don't do it. All right, you got a final pick? Uh Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you need one more. I have two more, uh, or I have another one. Yeah. Oh, crap. Um, You remember that thing I just said about Chargers-Raiders? Mm-hmm i'm taking oh that's i lost lost. this was this was not a a banner week for me all right you'll take the chargers and the raiders i took colorado way too early know who you're drafting against exactly uh and my selection is going to be the new orleans saints hosting my tampa bay buccaneers because yes is that gross does it have the potential to be disgusting yes but nfc south battles are always entertaining and there probably will be some fireworks. I'm just throwing it out there. Lots of bad blood between these two teams. Uh, Jeremy's bangers are coming up next, and then that's going to wrap it up for us. We, of course, will have all of your recap on Monday right here in the Sportocracy on ESPN Asheville. The season we've all been waiting for is here. No, not that one. The season of the Big Orange Tent is underway in Western North Carolina. The area's largest selection of Halloween costumes, decorations, and accessories is at the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. Halloween Express is your one-stop shop for adult and child costumes, superheroes, horror icons, inflatable suits. You can find it all under the Big Orange Tent at the Asheville Mall. 10 to 8 Monday through Saturday, 12 to 6 on Sundays. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern hospitality touch. Real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I'm Clarice. Marissa Hyatt-Zach with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. 
At Ingalls, we're proud to sponsor area athletics at all levels. Whether we're building new fields for t-ball, celebrating Friday night rivals, televising college basketball games, bringing the fan fest to semi-pro soccer, or taking you out to the ball game at your minor league park. We're here for the fans. No one gets the dedication to the home team like you guys. And we've got all the sports you can handle. It's all in the bag. Ingalls. Low prices. Love the savings. Coffee's for closers only. Get them the money! Then when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. It's the time I wait for every week. These are my favorite picks in college football this week. We start with favorites. Pittsburgh, two-and-a-half-point favorite at Virginia Tech. I don't care if they play this game in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Virginia Tech is horror awful and we're overrating an injury to Phil Jakovic, how bad Pittsburgh looked last week against a good Carolina team. This number is wrong. Give me the Panthers minus two and a half. Washington's a 19 point favorite at Arizona. That is a weird way. I've never heard anybody say 49 that way. It just it, maybe it's a language barrier. I don't know. That's ridiculous. Washington will win this game fifty six to ten. You couldn't have set the number high enough for the best team in the country. Purdue is a one point favorite against Illinois at home. I will never trust Brett Bielema on the road. Ryan Walters is his former defensive coordinator. This is going to be a bloodletting. Purdue's not good. Neither is Illinois. Purdue minus the one. But 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 that's not what we do here. Um, Speed of lightning, roar of thunder, BYU's a one-point dog at Cincinnati, and I have checked that eight times to make sure it's not a misprint. BYU is drastically better than Cincinnati, but they stayed close to Oklahoma. They toyed with them like a cat playing with a dead mouse. Cincinnati is awful. Give me the Cougs plus one. They went outright. Syracuse is a six and a half point dog at home against Clemson. I understand Clemson is better than people seem to value them because Dabo is our favorite guy to kick when he's down. Yes, they competed with Florida State. They also got beat up, and Syracuse is a little house of horrors for Clemson. Clemson wins. Orange cover. Colorado, the fighting coach primes are a 21-and-a-half point dog to USC. They're going to cover that number because USC is awful at stopping big plays the over in this game is the cinch bet of the year of the century of my lifetime give me colorado plus 21 and a half over 73 and a half usc wins comfortably but there's gonna be a lot of points Ole miss is a two and a half point dog at home against lsu hotty toddy baby lane kiffin's gonna score a lot against an lsu defense that is grossly overrated Ole Miss is better defensively. LSU's been really disappointing. This has trap game written all over it. Ole Miss wins outright. And finally, the fighting Mike Elkos of Duke. They're a six-point dog at home. College game day's coming. Sam Hartman, all 37 years old, and just for mid-beard of him's coming. And Duke's going to beat Notre Dame at Duke. And they're going to party all night long with their bow ties and their weird striped suits. Give me Duke plus the six. They went outright. This has been great on great. Brought to you by Eagles Markets. Love the savings with Eagles. Love the winnings with me. Mull it out.